Hello, listening people. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's the other guy. And you're listening to Spin Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. We're Spin Polish, likingly, because we're always spitting, and uh, we both happen to be Polish. And uh, other guy, who's not Ryan. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> what do we do on Unappreciated Masterpieces? We spit. This is we don't spit on the show, no, because no. you wouldn't be able to see that. You might be able to hear it if we do it to the microphone. <coughs> that will it would sound kind. It was like yours was kind of cartoony, but I mean, I guess it would be like that. Spitting is cartoony. It's for cartoons, kids. Mm, so's Polish. Yeah. So we. So other guy. Yeah. What's your name? Bartłomiej Piotr Kasprzyszak. Uh, I don't know what he just said. I do not speak Polish. Uh, yeah, we'll bring that joke back up again in a second. My name is Bartek. Oh, Bartek. Is that English for what you just said before? No, English would be Bartholomew. Oh, Bartholomew. Why is it Bartek? Because in Poland, male names are typically shortened with an E-K at the end. Why? Because fuck you, that's how it works. I don't tell... <laughs> you, you don't talk about why someone named Thomas would be Tom, or someone named Chris would be... <laughs> would have been Christopher, or why someone named, I don't know, fucking William would be Will. Uh, it's shortened. It makes complete sense. So why is there an EK attached at the end? Like, what does that mean? Like, It's just a shortening thing. But isn't it adding it's more? Dimin- no, because, because my first it... name's Bartomi. That has like 10 letters. Yeah, Bartomi but... is 6. Yeah, but isn't it just shorter to just call you Bart? But I don't like that. <laughs> Your preferences. Don't call me Bart. So we've gotten off the main track. Uh, no, nah, there was no track. The real track is what, we, is what do we do here on Appreciated Masterpieces is we find those forgotten gems, those wonderful masterpieces, those unappreciated ones, and we bring them to you. We discuss them. We do an audio commentary over the movie and talk about them in depth. And what is the great cinematic classic that we've got today? Hang on, do we usually introduce our guests first? Or... No, we're going to do this. Oh, fair enough. We'll introduce them like halfway through the movie. We'll do it later. I've already set it up we, earlier. We, we have a guest, so there's that ticked off. But what is the brilliant film that we're watching? I mean, sure, the people might argue, hey, Ryan, we can read the title of what you've labelled this episode, but we really want to hear Bartek say it in his usual way. Yeah, well, and be- and before I say what it is, you know, Ryan, he just made the comment there of, um, you know, oh, we can read it. Why don't you think about the kids, huh? Huh? Yeah. Some kids can't read good well. Yeah, I mean, Bartek can- can't read. Yeah. He's like, Bartek is much shorter than Bart. See? Don't be racist. <laughs> like Bartek, Bartwami- if you listen to enough Bartwami episodes. is a lot shorter than the letter A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sh- 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 shut up. I'm going to tell you the name of the movie we're watching today. And that name of the movie that we are watching today is Dicky Robert Kiedysz Gwiazda. Oh, of course. So we're watching a movie, I guess. I do not speak Polish, uh, as I mentioned earlier. See, that's what we call a setup and a payoff, and that's what this movie's all about. I don't speak Polish, so I don't know what movie we're watching. Bartek, what's the movie? The movie that we are watching today is the Happy Medicines classic movie, Dickie Roberts, Former Child Star. Yes, and talking about former child stars... Our guest today was not a former child star, unfortunately, but he has been a former guest on the show. 
Oh, the first one returning! The first returning! And guess who it is? Our first guest ever, Will Brooks! Da -da 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 -da. Hi, how's it going? I'm Will Brooks. <laughs> I'm the guest. I was foreshadowed earlier. <laughs> and now I'm here. <laughs> yes, Will Brooks is like a shadow. Uh, you know, very much like a shadow. He's flat and black. There you go. See, Bartek, I was racist this episode. There you go. We, we've all come around. So, yes, Will is our first returning guest. Again, not Polish. We have yet to have a Polish guest on. If Polish people are listening, which, according to the website, six Polish people have listened to this show, come on, let's talk. You know, in Polish. I won't understand what you're saying. But, Will, brilliant to have you back on. We haven't seen you since the great days of Paul Giamatti covered in blue dye that was Big Fat Liar. Go back and listen to that one. That's one of my faves. <laughs> but this movie, Dickie Roberts. Let's talk about this movie. Had either of you guys seen it before? Nope. <laughs> no! I had not seen it. <laughs> yeah. Will? No, I was uh, not familiar with this one at all, actually. So you had never heard of it? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think That's so. That's how unappreciated it is. Bartek, what about you? Had you heard of it at least before? I might have. When you mentioned, oh, we're doing Dickie Roberts next, I'm like, that sounds like something that exists. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something that exists. Yes, it is a Happy Madison film. So this is our first dip in the toes of the Adam Sandler land. We, we sort we of got a... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like, I'm, I was just going to say, we sort of a little bit got a teaser with Surf Ninjas because it had Rob Schneider in Yes, it. but see, Happy Madison is owned and run and everything with Adam Sandler, so this is our first little dip in the land and imagination that is the world of Adam Sandler, but we have yet to actually have an Adam Sandler appearance in any of the movies, but don't worry, folks. I know there's someone shedding a tear out there going, Adam Sandler has so many unappreciated movies. What are you going to do his? Well, if you give us a suggestion on the page, that's when we can, huh? It's not It's not that hard, guys. Just type Big Daddy or something. Big Daddy. Not Big Daddy. If you type Mr. Deeds, perhaps, you know, <laughs> or like Bedtime Stories. Bedtime Stories. But Dickie Roberts. This is, of course, the one with David Spade playing Dickie Roberts, who used to be a former child star. Dickie Roberts came out in 2003 on the 5th of September, which is my birthday. So as a birthday present, I could have seen this movie, but I did not. Don't know what 10-year-old Ryan was thinking. He was probably crying over the fact that he did not see Big Fat Liar. That's just my opinion on the matter. Man, a whole year and you're still crying? Uh, crying tears from my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that was my impersonation of you. But what? It was just so tragic. Of course you would cry for a year. I'm surprised he's still not crying. Bartek is still perplexed that that was my impersonation of him. It really wasn't. I was just doing an accent. that Because you do an accent on this show, even though when I talk to you outside of the show, you don't have as much of an accent. I have an accent, like, all the time? Not all the time, but oh, sometimes Brian. you'll be like, you'll be like, oh, the eggs are on my face. Oh, fair enough, yeah. That's Bartek's catchphrase. That'll be on the page. I put, like, instead I of, like, spit and polish, it will be, that's eggs on my face. It's like a picture of Bartek. I get in Photoshop, like, an egg. Not, like, a cracked one, but, like, an, an egg like in its shell. Egg. Yeah. Like, an egg still in its shell is just on your face. And Did it's you like, make it a hard-boiled egg? No. You know, you know that famous painting where it's, like, that guy and he has an apple over his face? Like, he's wearing the bowler hat and the black suit and whatever. That, but Bartek with an egg. Last week, when I made that vampire joke about... The, I'm not talking about you here, but the Will from Band Slam. 
Uh, I've made a joke about like a vampire in an anime, and in that anime, that vampire guy has little sisters that have egg-shaped pins in their hair. There you go. So I could be like them. So guys, we are going to start Dickie Roberts. So if you have the media playing, we are just playing a a downloaded copy. So if you have a DVD or something, prepare to get ready. Get it all ready. You got it ready, guys? Because we're going to start this magnificent beast of a Happy Madison production with David Spade in 3, 2, 1, play. Ah, and off we go. Here it is, boys and girls. Are we excited? It's exciting to see it again, guys, because I watched this for the... I mean, I've seen this Paramount thing a million times. Yeah, who hasn't seen Paramount? I mean, that's not unappreciated. How many stars are they? Quick. A lot. Oh, fair enough. So, Will... Mm-hmm. You had not heard of this from before. No, no, I'm... So what were your expectations? Um, well, I was really actually relieved for the first time in my life to be watching a David Spade film, because when you called me up to get back on the show, I was worried we were going to be watching Flickr 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't have David Spade. <laughs> no, no. And uh, what did you expect from the movie? Like, what was your... Like, you were coming in, like, oh, it's a David Spade, Happy Madison film called Dickie Roberts, former child star. What was your expectations, and did it live up to it in any way? Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised, because... Um, That's a good review. With, um, with Adam Sandler producing, I was kind of expecting more... I was expecting, like, some fart jokes, or maybe some poop jokes or something, mm-hmm. and it was... um. I guess it was actually somehow classier than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it was really classy because we've got a scene coming up next with Webster beating the living Christ out of David Spade, and that is all class. But like, what about you? Did you have any high expectations of this masterpiece, and did they meet them? Uh, pretty much I just walked in blind. I didn't know it was Happy Madison until way after I finished watching it. I, mean, I saw the produced by Adam Sandler thing, but <laughs> I didn't pay much mind to it. Um, That's a good way to watch this film, guys. All the films. Don't pay much attention. <laughs> yeah, um... I I enjoyed it a lot. I was really surprised at how good it was. I'm surprised, too. I mean, here's Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts? Yeah. The mother from Everybody Loves Raymond as David Spade's mum. What is it with her being comedians' mums? Like, she was Ray, you know... She's Ray's mum, and now she's David Spade's mum. Like, who's mum, isn't she? I mean, well, I, not I, my mum. I guess because this film kind of pays homage to a lot of the whole sitcom child mm. star thing, mm. so they would have someone do a role similar. And that's a good comment, because I do believe that Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond is a kid. He's a man-child. See? Spin bolish. We don't just talk about the movies. We also give some quick throwaway analysis of... TV shows while you're there. Like, I just said that Everybody Loves Raymond is a lot deeper than it originally was intended to be. Boom. And we know how much you like Saved by the Bell, Ryan. Yeah, I love Saved by the Bell. Here's what I love. A lot of these photos that they just use now are from the movie. Like, not like... Oh, like, they took it specifically for that scene. No, no, no. They're bits from the movie. Not these specific bits, but bits before. And they're... like screen captured them and just put them in this bit like oh you know like him there was some earlier so it's like wow production level high 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 hey Bartek are you into boxing? um is boxing popular in Poland? no I don't think so I mean I like the Rocky movies but I don't watch boxing yeah I don't watch any sort of fighting sport I don't watch any sport yeah is Poland a fan of any sport? 
Soccer? Um, yeah, soccer's always... Soccer's a, a European thing. sport in general. Like, Europe I th- loves it, and so does I th- South America. I think soccer would be it. Soccer? That's it. No other games, Ryan. There's no other games. What about... They like rap. They like dancing, right? What's that no, Polish... not really. What? What's that Polish traditional dance where it's like the giant... Like, it's old school. Even I know. Where it's like the giant sticks and like... What's the best way to describe it? It's like... They've got giant, giant, like, staffs or sticks and, like, one person's holding one and the other person's holding the other and they're, like, done, like, several of them in a checkerboard-like manner and the person, like, people are dancing in the square spaces of the checkerboard pattern and then they, you know, they kind of do, like, river dancing kind of-esque stuff and they have to be able to leap up before the people holding the sticks, like, slam the sticks together. Sounds pretty Melvin, if you ask me. I've never heard of it. Really? I've seen it so many times in so many things that relate to Poland. Yeah. And you know they. In your, all your trips to Poland? <laughs> no, from Malcolm the Middle, because Malcolm's family and Malcolm the Middle are Polish. Look, man, I know we got Will back. But we don't have to tie everything back to a big fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing, though. Like you know, the Polish women do it or something rather. I don't know. If no, you're Polish man. and you dance with sticks. It's a thing, though. It is a st- it's like a stick dance. Like they- and the women wear those big, you know, old-school dresses. Like, the Polish dresses. Like, they, you know, those very Euro dresses, like, Swedish people and Polish people wear, like, those big, kind of gingham-looking dresses. I have no idea what any of this is. Bartek's being taught about Poland by me. Take that, Bartek. I'm doubting <laughs> what I'm hearing, though. Uh, well, Bartek doubts a lot of things. Early on in my friendship with Bartek, I told him my name's Ryan Slowinski, and he's like, Ski? That means that you have royal heritage if you have a ski in your name and if you're Polish. And then I told Bartek that, like, last year, and he's like, I don't remember saying that at all. I don't even know if that's true. And I'm like, you told well, look, me. I do a lot of shit-talking. Yeah, Bartek's a shit-talker. But I'm... I'm really... That's why I got him on this show, because he usually shit-talks, but he's always telling the truth. Look yeah, at this well, scene. Here's Will? the good thing about me. I'm always very respectful. Look at this scene. It's David Spade and um, Phoebe from Charmed. And uh, she's alright. Like, she's the realist character in the movie, I think. What's your opinion, Will? Yes, she's a person mm-hmm. who exists in the context of this film. High five! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so... <laughs> so yeah, Lisa Milano is playing his like girlfriend who's about to leave him. Surprise, surprise, shock, shock. Because you know the storyline so far, because we've talked over it, is you know his former child star and he's adamant that his career is gonna come back. And she's a realist. She's like, Dickie, it's not gonna come back. It's not. Would you leave Dickie Roberts? I would be the car right now and explode or would you be I, I was wondering if that was going to happen or would you be Dickie Roberts no, I said I'd be the car I chose my option Will That's would you be point. Dickie or, or her hmm I know Will's there so I already. swear if you say her hat <laughs> I know that's exactly what <laughs> damn I it Bartek <laughs> damn it when I just said I think I already know what Will's answer is it was the hat or the bush? Well, let's let him finish. <laughs> what, what's your answer? It was the hat. You're always two steps ahead. Oh, uh, and this is where... I didn't say whose hat. <laughs> this guy... No, you said her hat. Oh, fair enough. Go on, Bartek. Pay attention to yourself. Uh, look, I'm a Check yourself talk. before you wreck yourself. 
Whoa, 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 hey, hold on. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves now, here. Now, guys, I know how to rap, thanks to Dickie Roberts. Uh, we'll get into how Dickie Roberts taught me how to rap a bit later on. Oh, yeah. So, Bartek, you mentioned that rap is popular in Poland. Yeah. yeah. Do, they, do they do rap battles? I mean, that's sort of a sport in a way. <laughs> they might. They they like they like Eminem. I think they like to look like Eminem. Ew! What a gross way to. So you got kind of people calling each other motherfucker. Oh look, it's what's his name, Leif Garrett. I don't. He was in. He's in the ending. I don't know. <laughs> he's in the ending. He's at the start too. Well, yeah, I know, but like the ending has like a significant nice scene. No. I like how those women were like, nah, get away from me, Dickie. Like, everyone doesn't want him. How sad. Mm. It's very... This piece was written, co-written by David Spade, who is the star here. That's David Spade right there. And, of course, David Spade... uh, You guys know David Spade, don't you? Like, you know all about him. You know, his comedic actor came from Saturday Night Live, and you might know him from such great films as Tommy Boy or Black Sheep or Dickie Roberts, or Joe Dirt. And no, we're not going to do Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt's too good. I mean, for a start, you know, Joe Dirt is one of those films that everybody loves. When I say Joe Dirt to people, I see tears in their eyes because it reminds them of how good Joe Dirt was. And that's that's a good thing. I mean, look, I live in a world where I did not know Joe Dirt has a sequel that came out last year that went direct to video. I mean, what world are we living in in which I did not know that fact? Could could that one possibly be an unappreciated I don't know. Masterpiece? I, I, I don't know. It involves time travel, so I'm guessing not. You know, just saying. I mean, we've only had one time travel movie on here, and I think, you know, we're not going to get any more, because usually time travel movies are appreciated. But no, David Spade, of course, he was... His whole thing, David Spade, is he's always struggled, David Spade. Because he was always a member of other things. And he really never was a solo performer. He was always a part of an ensemble. Or, as we may know, a part of a duo. Which was him and Chris Farley. So for a very long time it took Chris... I mean, not uh, Chris Farley does. I mean, um, David Spade a long time to find his own ground and find his own feet. And I think this is the movie in which he does. So I like that coming up, we've got a callback to Big Fat Liar. Yes. And here it is. What, a bully character? No, a person in a car who gets, he's really jacked up and muscly, yeah. wants to beat up the person driving behind him. Yeah. Oh, he, have, he's not in a monster truck, though, which is a... Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Like and he's not a Turk. <laughs> um, is he... Okay, have you guys seen Grown Ups 2? No, I haven't even no, seen, seen Grown Ups 1. Okay, in Grown Ups 2, I've only seen Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2, there's a character who has a very similar thing in which someone pisses him off and he writes down their details on his arm like that. And I'm like, oh, so this film even inspired other Happy Madison films. See, multi-layered. Mm-hmm. Multi-layered. It's learning. I mean, the, oh, sorry, it, the company's learning. Yeah, of course, we haven't talked about who his agent is. Do we all know who this man is? Yeah, man, Sydney. <laughs> Thanks. Do you actually know who he is, though? He's not Melbourne. No, he's not Melbourne. Will, do you know who this lovely man is? Now, you may not recognise him. Hey, let him, let him answer. You may not recognise him because his voice is different in this. The answer's no. Please to inform me, enlighten me. His name is John Lovitz. And he is the voice of Artie Ziff in The Simpsons. Really? He's the voice of Jay Sherman. He is, in most Adam Sandler movies... 
What's an Adam Sandler movie you've seen? Big was that directed in anyone? Oh, what's the last Adam Sandler thing? Fifty First Dates is the last Adam Sandler film I saw. I'm pretty sure he's in Fifty First Dates, but you've was seen... he the Walrus? Yeah. Have you seen Little Nicky? What you... No, I haven't seen Little, oh, Little Nicky. Have you seen Little Nicky? No, I haven't seen. Little is that also an unappreciated no, masterpiece? No, no, Am I depriving myself? No, but John Lovitz is of course famous for having his. He has a very flamboyant voice, but he always plays highly sexualized characters and perverts usually, and if not that, he always plays arrogant characters. No. But this is the first movie in which he actually plays. This movie certainly does have those, but it's not him. It's not him. This is the first movie where John Lovitz plays a selfless character. He gives everything up so that Dickie can win. And here's the thing. How much older is he supposed to be than Dickie Roberts? I didn't really think about it. He said he's been his agent since he was a kid. So that must mean he's like 20 years old, like 15 to 20 years older than him. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, So, Will, do you want to talk about this (laughs) scene? Um, what I don't have too much to say, but um, as soon as he said where are we gonna find some celebrities and went to Alcohol Anonymous, Anonymous that got a chuckle out of me. But, that was that was my first. Yeah, that's a chuckle of the movie. But isn't your favorite actor in this scene? Oh, it's coming, it's coming. But you just want to wait. Oh, we've already seen. Wait, it. There <laughs> it is. There's beautiful. It is. <laughs> There's George of the Jungle himself. <laughs> There's the guy from Bedazzled. I love Bedazzled. I saw it once. Oh, I love it. It's never going to be on this show because it's actually like it's far, appreciated. It's far too appreciated, and you know it's a, you know it's way up there. But you should check it out. I love Brendan Fraser in uh, Blast from the Past. Have you seen that? Nah, man. I think Bedazzle might be the only thing I've seen him in. Oh come on! Wait, have you, you seen the seen, Mummy? Have you seen the Mummy? I've seen my Mummy. <laughs> I've seen your Mummy too. And yeah, uh, you've seen Ray's Mummy as well. <laughs> but no. Um, Brendan Fraser, you know, great comedic actor. I love Blast from the Past. Just check it out. It's like he was born in a fallout shelter and raised with 1960s, like early 60s, late 50s mentality. Uh, there it is. The common thing. Everyone calls him like Brendan Fraser and it's like, no, it's Brendan Fraser. Yeah, that's damn right. That's damn, damn right. So then I love in this scene, he learns nothing. He's like, yeah, yeah. My good friend Brendan Frazier. Like, he's just learned nothing. As I mentioned with Paul Giamatti's characters, I love characters that at the start have no idea and at the end they've learned nothing. I'm not saying Dickie Roberts is that kind of character. He learns a lot at the end of the day. And that's all I have to say about that one. I think we all learned something from this film. I think it I think it has a lesson to teach all of us. Many so, lessons in fact. Sabatek, so is there anything you want to say about this beautiful scene here? Any anyone? There is one thing I would like to say. Guys, you see that person before with the... Right there in the red shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you happen to know that that, my friends, is Dustin Diamond, who is well known for playing a character in a TV show called Saved by the Bell, and the character's name is Screech. Wait, really? wait which one's Screech? Is he Screech? Yep, they're all Screech because <laughs> is, they're all in the present. Wait, is that Screech? Is that Screech? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, this is a callback to episode one. Wow, this wow. is so zany. I can't believe it. Wow, are you Screech? <laughs> no, man, I'm Keenan Thompson. That's are all, you that's Screech? Also Screech. <laughs> I think we'll Screech. We all Screech. Are we all Screech? I'd rather be called Marshall than Screech. But, hey, yeah. hey, that's more foreshadowing that we do not uh, appreciate. I'm not into foreshadowing, Ryan. I'm here for the gags and the tits. 
and the tits dried up years ago. You better continue those gags. Remember the times before we said, hey, that's foreshadowing, we just said spoilers? <laughs> no, you said spoilers. Yeah, but it became the whole thing. I like how they bring up a good question. Is Vin, what's, what is it with Vin Diesel? And this was brought up in 2003, and I'm still asking that question to, you know, over 10 years later. What is with Vin Diesel? I don't understand the appeal. You know, Will, as someone who likes Vin Diesel, tell me why. I think he um, throws unleaded. Hmm. <laughs> Pitch Black was alright. <laughs> and that's enough. What, you know, like, what more do you need? Uh, <laughs> Pitch Black was alright. Chronicles of Riddick? Uh, there was some dialogue issues, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Riddick? I haven't actually seen that one yet. Well, you have not seen enough. Is it an unappreciated masterpiece? Um, I've all the Vin no? Diesel movies, I would do like Triple X or something. <laughs> he was in one of those, right? I saw Fast and Furious 3. I don't know if he was in it. <laughs> he may have been there. Thanks, Bartek. They went, they went to Tokyo, so if he was in Tokyo... Oh, is that... Is that um, Tokyo Drift? No, that's... Yes, no, I don't. Is. I don't think so. I think that's a Grand Theft Auto game, guys. Don't get confused. No, no, I think isn't, Tokyo isn't Drift it, is a... Fast no, I think Fast, it's Fast and Furious Vice City, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why? What, what you... I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Fast <laughs> and the Furious Red Dead Redemption, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's... You know, it's, this you know, isn't the just visiting episode. I'm not gonna like make a running joke out of GTA again. I'm pretty sure it's you know my favorite of all. This is just a Fast Furious Volume One. This is and our- Fast Furious Volume Two. <laughs> what Fast? Are this you is okay? like our callback episode. We bring out a previous guests. We make previous jokes. I'm not making a previous joke. This is all new stuff. And if not, you guys should listen to every single episode back to back and tell me if I'm making previous jokes. Twice. 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 Yeah, you gotta do it twice. Oh, look, Brendan Fraser pulled through. That's a good thing about this movie. It proves that Brendan Fraser's a nice guy. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't appear again, but what he did do, he was nice. He's a good guy, and I miss him. Like, he's retired, or he's not really doing many films. Like, he'll do one every five years or something. He very much resembles, and I know this movie comes later, but the guy in Meet Dave, who was the nice guy who turned out at the end to actually be a nice guy. Which one? The last time I heard... The guy who liked the girl. Oh, no. The last time I heard of Brendan in the news, he was doing some show on History Channel about the Alamo... Oh, really? Was it called Bedazzle? Um, Bedazzle. Maybe in Blast from the Past. <laughs> yeah, good one. Good one. Uh, uh, Sent- Journey to the Center of the Earth was one of the last films I remember him doing that. Or uh, was it Inkheart? Something like so that. So here's uh, Dickie being a nice guy. Oh, Dickie's a nice guy. Uh, I love what happens to her face. Do you remember, Will? Yes, yes. She gets it's, faced. It's like... <laughs> Little did you know that that was actually there the whole time. That, like, he's just like, oh, I'm sorry about that bump. And she's like, that's a birthmark. Look what you actually did. And she shows her wrist and, like, the bones sticking out and blood's everywhere. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry about the wrist. And she's like, what are you looking at that for? I meant, like, my wedding ring. And it's like, it's fallen off or something. Yeah, I like the idea that this woman is just horribly disfigured. And Dickie thought that he did it the whole time, but he didn't. I like that she doesn't like him because I also don't like Dickie Roberts. That was my main issue of the film is I didn't like Dickie for a very long time in this film. What about you guys? Did you love Dickie? 
Uh, I don't think we're supposed to like Dicky first off. I mean, he is knocking farts. It's true. It's true. Now say it in Spanish. Now say it in Polish. Now say. Can you say knocking farts in Polish? It's not a word. Are you sure? No, neither are words. Well, what's fucking nuts in Polish? And then just switch There's the letters around. Something. Come on. You speak Polish, I don't. What's fucking nuts? And then switch the first letters. Zwariowane something. Something? We don't have an equivalent of nuts. What, you don't have nuts in Poland? We have nuts, but we're not going to say, oh, zwariowane orzechy, because that sounds stupid. Why? Because in, in English... Freaking the word nuts, you can use it to describe something and you can also use it to say, oh, it's a nut. But in Poland, we don't describe things with the word for nuts. So I wonder what the Polish equivalent of nuts is. Like the thing that says, oh, nuts. I would imagine it's Bartek's name. And I just think you shame. just simply say the word Oh, follow you. What does that mean? Is that just nuts? It's it's pretty much means the same thing. What is it? What is it though? You like it means something, but what is it? Though? It's pretty much an equivalent of saying something's nuts. All right. Crazy or whatever. Crazy, nuts. But what's knocking fucks? There is no knocking fucks. Well, you just replace fucking with an n, and you're. But equivalent I, the, of equivalent, nuts the equivalent with an I gave you is one word. Well, give me two words. But I but I gave you one word. Wait it's, wait wait. It's, it's, one, wait it's only one word. Does that mean that the term for nuts is in the thing you eat in Poland includes the word fucking already? Wow, that's I've learned a lot. That's a you. different interpretation of what I said. I don't. We don't know what you said. You didn't tell us. Because I didn't. Because I didn't translate what you said because it wouldn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make sense in our world either. It does because everyone knows what you. Mi- everyone knows what it means. What knocking farts? Yeah, you even said what it meant. Yeah, it meant happy times. I'm a kid. Joy, joy. This isn't Ren and Stimpy. People <laughs> would understand it if you went up to someone on the street and said, "This is knocking farts." They wouldn't understand what you're saying. I can. I actually. You know, I walked up on the street and said to your child, "You're knocking farts." They would be like. Thanks, I love Dickie Roberts. I, me- I mentioned Ren and Stimpy. Actually, after I saw the movie and I looked up like trivia, and Will, actually, you mentioned it to us as well, um, I actually did find out that uh, a skit in Ren and Stimpy was referencing the company that made the slip and slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, Will, Will. I know we're skipping ahead to the best oh, bit go, of the go, movie. Go. Guys, 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 spoilers. Do you think we should go there now? Yeah. Hey, Ryan was the what one if, who what wanted if, to say What if we it? hit that point? We'll hit that point and then we can it. repeat it and then the listeners can listen early on again and tell me if... Yeah, better repeated. than listening to you scrunching up that rap, huh? Jesus. Yeah. I'm surprised, that. I'm surprised <laughs> that didn't make a noise. What's it going to mean? It's like a jelly snake and you're waving it in front of a microphone? I'm it's eating jelly noise. snakes because Bartek still confused me about knocking butts in Polish, so... I've just given up. Look, end of story is that there is no equivalent of saying this little thing which you eat is a description of something. How do you how do you um, say snake in Polish? Do they have lily snakes over there? Um, I believe the word for snake is mózg, regardless mózg. of whether there is a snake in Poland or not. So some uh, some you you're eating some jelly mózgs. What's jelly? Oh, jelly, uh, galaretka. So, can you combine the two phrases as jelly snakes? I think you would just not call it a snake, just say, oh, 
Jesus, what would I think? What, what well, we don't it? have to call it a snake. We can call it Jelly Lang. Stop the episode. i got to think. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <sighs> Stop. While he's thinking, I had a f- moment before. Yeah, I give up. When I watched... Yeah, he always does. I watched this last night, and I'm like, wow, he's paying them all of this money, and I forgot how he got the money. I thought, like, oh, that $100 that he got at the poker table from the guy from the Brady Bunch is sure paying for a lot for a month. And then I'm like, but Dickie's not rich. But then I forgot that all along he sold his autobiography for, like, 30 grand. So that's why he he keeps constantly paying the dad, like, 100 bucks for everything. I like this family. I would have watched him stay with this family. It would have been like Dickie Roberts meets, you know, uh, uh, Big Mama's house. I would like to see the deleted scenes of where they actually were considering that he'd live with one of these three families. Well, I want families. Him, I want him to live with this guy. Yeah. This what? guy reminds me a lot of Bartek. Bartek's always taken off his shirt. I did it once. Always, he's always... They were painting. It was justified. Bartek, are you sure your shirt's on right now? Because yeah, it looks pretty off to me. Dude, Charlie Brown is sitting right here in your face. Bartek, and you're thinking we it's know my body that hair. you comb your chest hair to look like Charlie Brown. We get it. What about like all those times that you deep throat and swallow Twinkies in one I've go? N- I'd never had a Twinkie. I did not. All eat right, dicks. Americans. I'm sorry. I, I was just not, using euphemism. I do not eat American sweets. I thought it was spit and polish, not swallow and polish. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, already, I already made the swallow in German joke. Oh, but wow. it's okay because it was off. It was off screen, right? Off it was, radio. Is off, off mic. Off. Oh, I like how the dog's called Popeye. Fun fact, he's probably called Popeye because Happy Madison always does advertisements for Popeye's chicken. So he's probably called Popeye because of Popeye's chicken. There you go. Or it's Popeye the I'm Sailor informed. Man. No, you're informed. Bartek's not informed. I've never had okay, Popeye's okay, chicken. Okay, okay, okay. Do we even have it over here? What, Popeye? No. We have KFC. Do they have oh. it in Poland? Isn't this your favourite character, Ryan? <laughs> he's, my, he's my favourite character, everybody. George. Who's in the movie for like a total of like seven minutes, I would say. That's generous. <laughs> That's very generous. Like I was being like, seven might be too high. George is my favorite character because if someone was Marty Wolf in this movie, he would be Marty Wolf. Like Marty Wolf is a reference to Big Fat Liar. Really, anyone should... Look, you don't have to listen to our Big Fat Liar episode. You should. But you should at least watch Big Fat Liar before watching any of our commentaries because we're going to refer to that movie a lot and man there'll be eggs on your face if you're listening to this one first you're an egg face Bartek's got eggs on his face he's an egg face there you go we've discussed this we've already gone through the egg phase that is Bartek in a nutshell man, shirt off Ryan your speeches are just well my speeches I'm you know some people ask I can ask frequently Ryan when you review movies you do it so eloquently do you write them down beforehand nope from the heart. Same here. From the heart. Same here. From the heart. Same here. And I often get asked, hey, Ryan, why doesn't Bartek write his ones down? His heart's all over the place. It's because Bartek's got a big heart. Mm. It literally covers all of his chest. And then he covers well, his my, chest hairs my chest, into no, Charlie my, Brown. No, backwards. My chest covers my heart. Nope. I'm right. So you... here he is being the man. Now, Will... When you get married, if you're not already, we don't know what you do on the weekends when you're not here doing this once every three months. Uh, would you treat your wife like how George does here? 
He kind of dropped, um, we're having a crazy stranger living at the house with your kids pretty suddenly. Mm, yeah, yeah. And he did it really casually too. Like, hey, get over it, baby. But he gets a lot of money for it. Yep. But he doesn't share with the family. As a, but um, he gets a lot of money for it. Money's good. Um, we learned a lot about money during our Christmas episode. Didn't we, Bartek? Uh, I think that was more about, like, possessions, but yeah, pretty much. Yes, I haven't listened to it, but yes. <laughs> what was the name of the movie? Uh... Yeah, exactly. Uh... It was, uh... It was Black Out of Christmas Special. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it, Will? Yes. No, it wasn't. I was lying. I tricked you. No! I'm tricked. Uh, that's not my name. My name's Ryan, but I felt tricked. I'm the other guy. Oh, wait, I already said my name, so I'm the, that joke's expired. Just Man. like Big Fat Liar. But you like that movie. <laughs> I love it. But it's no longer 2003. We well, can't appreciate... That movie was 2002, so it's alright. Yeah, but I was still crying in 2003. Oh, right. Jeez. So, Sydney is the name of his agent. And, yeah, he does... It. John Lovitz does a different voice in this movie. He does, like, this old-time Hollywood voice. Like, he... John Lovitz sounds kind of, you know... He sounds like this, like my name's John Lovitz. But in this one, he's like, "Here you go, kid. Off you go." You know, he does this very kind of, "Oh yeah, you know, blah 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 blah." blah. Like you imagine he's been smoking a lot of cigars. Mm. Like, like that's his character. And that shows like, "I smoke cigars." Your yeah. impression was very Australian, though. Yeah, well, I'm not John Lovitz. I can't be John Lovitz. You know, Bartek, no one has that much range. No, Lovitz or Levitz. Jesus. What? I'm sorry. We can't all live up to his standards. I'm so sorry, I mean, Bartek. He was in the Benchwarmers. And I can't be in the Benchwarmers. I'm not John Lovitz, man. I know some of you at home are sitting there going, Wait, I thought this was John Lovitz's podcast with some random Polish guy. Nope. I'm not John Lovitz. I know about Bartek. I know that you can't be him but you can fucking aspire to be him. I do aspire to be him. Okay, that's good then. But I'm not him. So you have to cut me some fucking slack, Bartek. Jesus. Okay, yeah, I will. Hey, look, a scene. Jesus, Mary and Joseph Stalin, what do I do? Hey, stop referencing things that we haven't established on this show. Maybe. There's, actually, yeah. there's actually a moment coming up that really surprised me. Is it that these kids are automatons and they open up their eyelids and they have like glowing lights and that they're actually evil, evil? <gasps> no, I was, Bartek, see, I was expecting that. Bartek, they're spaceship people like in Meet Dave. Yeah. These what, kids are like got tiny little people in them, not like dwarf actors, but little people in them that are operating them as a giant spaceship robot thing, like in the movie Meet Dave. <gasps> Ryan! This movie inspired other movies that inspired Wait. this movie. They Wait. all inspired Ryan, Ryan. each other. Ryan, real talk. Which one of them is Kevin Hart in? David Spade. <laughs> But we didn't... Wait, did you establish that he's a starship? Oh, he's a star. He's a star, right? So he's a former child star and he's a current starship. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I'm very proud of this. So, Bar-Will... Bar-Will. Bar-Will. Bar-William. What was the big thing that you were surprised about or you were really pumped up about? You just said a moment ago, you're like, oh, yeah, this, this... What, uh, what is I was it? surprised the kids mentioned GoBots before they mentioned Transformers. All of those things that they listed, some of them weren't even toys. They're yeah. like it's Donkey Kong. Like Donkey Kong's not a toy. That's a game. 
Games are not toys. Did you know that Donkey Kong's the first member of the DK crew? Did you know? I did not know that. Well, yeah, now you know. You need, you need to What's the DK, the DK crew? What's rap? the DK crew? It's the DK crew. No, what is it? Yeah, man, this is a crew of five Kongs. Oh, well, of course there's he's the donkey, first, because he was the first donkey. There's Donkey Kong, Tiny Kong, Lanky Kong, Diddy Kong, who's the you know second most well-known one, if you know what I mean. Chunky Kong is the fifth one. Why is Diddy Kong the second well-most known? I know Tiny. You know Tiny? Yeah, of course. Oh, well, she was in, like, what, two games? Yeah, but everyone knows Tiny Kong. But everyone knows Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong's been in many games. I don't know Diddy Kong. He's the little well, chimp that's one. Just, that's just because he's you're do- a racist, He's Donkey... Brian. You're a terrible, terrible. He's Donkey racist. Kong's nephew, and he uses the you know the two peanut guns as oh, a jetpack. Oh, I know him now, but I didn't know his name. He's playable in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, aren't they all playable in Super Smash Brothers? No, there's just Donkey and Diddy. No, I don't think you're right about that. They'll, well, they'll, you... they'll get an all Kong DLC eventually. Thank you. Get the lot. Hey, I I'd like it. Their version of the DK rap sucks though, and freaking brawl. Oh, you know what doesn't suck? This shizit. Yeah, man. What's shizit? It's a secret way of swearing. I learned it from Dickie Roberts. It's man. a it's a Dickie word. That's a lot of cool shizit. Yep. And the sprinkler says, I like. There's no subtitles for this. <laughs> the sprinkler says, and if you're deaf, I'm not saying that you are. But if you are, can you hear me right now? I don't know. But if you're deaf and you just saw David Spade doing the indication of a sprinkler, you just have to imagine what the sprinkler sounds like. And jet ski and motorbikes. Look how confused the kid is, the guy kid. Yeah, he's confused as to wait, is the camera on? Like, look at his eyebrows. So I told, I told you guys this off camera, but I'll say it now. We don't have a camera. Oh shit, dude! I'm inconsistent. I made a mistake. Now get out of here. I'm gonna have to start all over again. When our show goes, welcome to Spin Bush. I'm Ryan, and there's no other guy, so I guess it's just Polish. What what does that mean? No, you've been kicked out because you fucked up. Damn, when we're, on, when we're on IMDB, that'll be in the goofs. Yeah, that'll be in the goofs. We're Bartek. No, just Bartek. Like, that's it. Like, goofs. <laughs> <laughs> just Bartek. Whoops. <laughs> like, Bartek's. And then, like, in the trivia, it'll be like, fun fact, Bartek's racist. Yeah. And then it'll be like okay. a little picture of you looking grumpy at the idea that I've mentioned that so many times. Okay, okay. I'll start again. When we were off stage, I, I told you... We're not you, on a stage. Oh, I give fucked up again! Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got an idea. You know how when actors on stage can't make a performance or they're sick, they have an understudy? Yeah. Will, you're his understudy. Bartek can't do it. You have to explain did, did, what Bartek's trying did, to did explain. You know, did you know what I was trying to say? No. It, it's what you got up to last night. My, my circumstances of watching the movie... All right, guys. This one, <laughs> last night, I watched the first about 40 minutes of this film. It was like 70. And then I had to go... Se- first 70 minutes of this film. It was and I had to go to a horror night where I watched four other films, one of which, Eight-Legged Freaks, had the kid from this in it. The Sam, specifically. Sam. 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 <laughs> had Sam in it. And then I came back... And watched the rest of this film and went to bed. No, no, I didn't go to bed. Yeah. I stayed up all night, and then I had a nap an, about an hour before we started this. And uh, we were waiting for Will. We were all waiting for Will. Like, yes, you'll be listening to this podcast, late. going, "Hey guys, I'm sorry, I was late." 
Yeah, I'm sorry, oh. I was late. Hey, oh. I'm the understudy. No, me. I'm Will's. No, you, Will's your understudy. I'm Will's understudy. So I'm your you're understudy. my understudy. Okay. It's gotta God, be. I'm, it's I'm gotta be a fucking. Here. It's gotta be a fucking circle, but because then who's my understudy? Me? Like if I'm off, it'll be like, oh, Ryan can't make it in day. Well, I'll I'm be, sorry. No, I, I just had really high <laughs> expectations of you. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm Ow. I'm my own understudy. Sorry, guys. Ryan couldn't make it in today. Filling in for Ryan is. Ryan's impersonation of Paul Giamatti. Well, guys, it's me, Paul Giamatti, and I'm here for Ryan. All right, and then just go on. And that would be the whole. Could you imagine the whole show if we into? Ah, Will, I was saying, you know, for you guys out there, you guys are wondering, hey, you guys aren't talking about the movie as much as you usually do. That's okay. We're a bit excited, you know. Bartek had a nap. I had soup. Will got here incredibly late, like an hour and a half late, nearly. No, no, just an hour late. We'll give him, we'll give him that. No, an hour and a half. And we're all a bit excited. And Dickie Roberts gets my veins pumping, and that's why we're all a bit giddy here because we're seeing David Spade's long blonde hair going. I wish I could have that. Look, there is a very simple thing we haven't said about this film that I, I think we just assume that you knew this. So we'll, we'll just point out. This movie is a comedy film. Yes. So we get very much get inspired to make our own comedy, and that's why we're so fucking funny in this episode. Uh, I like how you think we're funny. It's it's hard to reach the level of David Spade's comedy. Yeah, David Spade is very high level comedy. I mean, look at this, look at this scene alone. I'm I'm ec- ecstatic. You know, I can't even. I'm about to cry from how good it is. Like, look at him thrusting there. With children looking at him like that, oh, tears roll down my eyes. Like when I asked Will if he had, like I asked these two guys, oh, did you see the movie, and did you shed a tear? You know, Will, Will, you know, did you shed a tear? I cried on the inside. And Bardock, did you shed a tear? Um, I did shed a tear about a few hours ago, but uh, not quite at it- this film. Oh, what did you shed a tear at? Was it being knocking futs? No, it was actually when I was napping in the other room. Oh, why? Because you were so tired? Yeah, I was so tired that, like, someone made a, like, banging sound in the kitchen or something. I thought they were knocking on the door. As soon as I opened my eye, a tear rolled down my eye. So Bartek was was crying because he's like, my nap has been interrupted. Wait, wait, guys. That's knocking futs? See that pineapple cup he's drinking out of? That's not a pineapple for real. No, 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 but like a fake pineapple-looking cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I actually know the restaurant that's from. It's from, I think it's from a burger joint in Hawaii I've been to. <laughs> what? You can wait, get those wait. special cups and it he makes, goes to Hawaii. It, it, he goes to Hawaii at the end of the movie. Like, he, well, he doesn't. Spoiler alert, he's supposed to go, but he doesn't. My God, Will, you've cracked Dickie Roberts open like the maggot-infested sandwich that it is. And what you got? Unless it's a dream sequence or something. This isn't a dream sequence. And Adam Sandler (laughs) goes to Hawaii all the time. Adam Sandler does go to... My God! It's all coming together. It's like a tapestry. I like how this girl is obsessed with this other slutty girl at school who's, like, the worst, and then we meet the slutty girl later, and she is such a slut. Remember how slutty she is? Like, Jesus, girl. Jeez. Not this girl. She's all right. If you are into little girls that are robots, and if you are, please. She's don't very funny, anything. isn't she? 
She's a she's a hardcore. She's a hardcore comedian. Yeah. I was she... gonna say rapper, but well, let's talk about how hardcore she is when it happens. Oh, oh, I thought you meant this little girl. Yeah, we are talking about this girl. Oh yeah, she's like, she's like you know, she's like up there with Joan Rivers and how funny she is. Could you imagine if this girl had the voice of Joan Rivers? You know, Joan Rivers is. Yes, right? I, 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 I can see that. I can see that as a possibility. Yeah, and she's like, it's me, Joan Rivers. And then my Paul Giamatti was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, calm down, guys. And then Bartek's Orson Welles voice just pops out of nowhere. Jesus. Hey, I saved that for special moments. Yeah, we did a podcast with a friend of Bartek's, and Bartek's friend was like, oh, do I get, please, please do it? Like, if you're good, and he never did it. (laughs) And he's like, well, I guess that guy wasn't good, and that's why he's not on today. Will is. Yeah, well, Reese gave the movie 2.5 out of 5, and I thought that it was a bit too low. I'm upset by his rating. So he, he didn't appreciate the unappreciated masterpiece. Hey, look, a spider. How do you say spider in Polish? Pająk. It's really funny because if, if you, like, if I showed you how to spell it and you tried to pronounce it in English, it looks like pajonk. <laughs> it's less scary when and you call it. Do a... we have a specific one? Do you have a specific one for tarantula as well, or does just spider come I words? wouldn't have a clue. Just tarantula? My. I might be that with a Polish accent. So, Bartek, do you have nightmares? Um, I think I had one the other night. Hmm. But your your nap today was nightmare-free. Yeah, I didn't fall into that Not deep asleep. Not tear-free, though. I didn't fall into that deep asleep. Mm-hmm. Do you have nightmares, right, Anne? I don't remember my dreams, actually. Like, I oh, wake up right. and there's, like, nothing. No memories of them. I know I have them. Everyone has them. But I don't remember but have, Do you know if you have nightmares? No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't really. I, I, I remember I've had nightmares in my life, but not like recently or anything. Now, Will, do you dream? Dreamer? Who's the dreamer? I don't remember my dreams typically. The last dream I remember was a little while back. And all I can oh, sort God. of remember it was um Jeff. It, in it, Jeff Goldblum had released a cover of Uptown Funk. And that's, I believe that. And that's the only thing I remember from the dream. I didn't actually hear it in the dream, but that was a thing that happened. See, Will, I believe that Will is like, I don't remember dreams. What he's thinking of is, Will doesn't remember life because life for him is a dream. Like, it, right now, this is a dream. Like, we're all in Will's dreamland. And when he wakes up, like, it's what we consider to be dream worlds. I like to imagine that you just have dreams about Will being like this amazing <laughs> mythical figure. So, ex- so I, just like reality. Just like exactly, reality. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, look, guys. I know you guys are like. I don't know Will. Calm down. Here's the best way to describe this mad motherfucker here. Yeah, I said motherfucker. Hey, don't call me that. I'm not calling you that. I call you sick cunt. We're, we're not Polish. Uh, we can't call each other motherfucker here. Well, actually, you guys are Polish, so yeah, continue to call each other motherfuckers. No. Will, I best describe you, Will, as... I don't know if I've heard, you've heard me say this before, but I describe Will as... <laughs> Speaking w- of motherfuckers. Motherfuckers, yeah. This guy was a fuck their mum, and I agree. But no, Will... One time said to me, oh, I wrote this, like, I was writing this, and I came up with a funny idea for it in the shower. And then I was like, I can't imagine Will in that situation. Like, I can't imagine Will having a shower, sitting at home, eating food, like, doing normal mundane things. And then someone's like, what does he do? And I'm like, I imagine that Will just hovers in the air 
when he goes home and he just like emits like a beam of light out of his body and that's like my idea it's like well how it's like I don't think Will sleeps. I think he just, like, you know, ascends into the clouds, and that's my idea. Now, Will, please, please tell us this story, because we didn't tell it before. All right. The company that makes the slip and slide that's being depicted right here on now, they're called Whammo. And Whammo! They, they were, Whammo were very displeased by the appearance of the slip and slide in this film, because they didn't ask for permission... And they were worried it would promote unsafe slip and or sliding. So they sued them for this film. Did they win? It was settled out of court. You know what's really ironic about that? This movie is all about, like, you know... They don't state this, but, like, finding your inner child. Like, embracing childhood. And they go come in out of nowhere and bring out this whole legal lawsuit shit. Yeah. Defeating purpose. It completely defeats the purpose and of the film. look at this. He's dead. No, he's not. Look dead so okay okay can you believe someone sued like someone from the slip and slide people sued them well what was their thing that they were worried that people would misuse it even though they showed how bad it was that he misused it yeah exactly like will how about you be the lawyer for, <laughs> for... <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to this now will you play the lawyer from the slip and slide people I play the judge, and Bartek, you play the lawyer for Dickie Roberts. Okay, the defense attorney. Yeah, your defense, your prosecution, I'm judge. Alright, alright. <coughs> alright, alright, settle, 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 settle. Alright, everybody, get down, get down, get down. Okay, we're here today to get the most infamous case of them all. The case of Slip and Slide versus Dickie Roberts, former child star. We'll go to you, the prosecution, first, Mr. Will I Am. Hi, everybody. I'm your representative from Whammo. <laughs> and look, this Dickie Roberts film, it's an absolute box office smash. It's destroying records around the world, and kids all over the place are watching this. Now, Adam Sandler, when he was producing this film, did not inform my company, Whammo, that they were going to be using this slip and slide, and we never would have gave them permission if we knew it would be used so recklessly. People look up to David Spade. He is an icon. So the film needs to be more clear of the dangers of misusing a slip and slide. (laughs) Very moving. I'm... I'm deeply moved, and I have slipped to the other side. Now, I would like to hear the defense from Mr. Bart. Well, representing the side of Adam Sandler, I'm going to tell you that we worked really hard on this movie, and we wanted to, you know, embrace the whole aspect of childhood. And, you know, we thought we'd put some in it. Like, you know, the one that goes, the sprinkler goes, well, that, that wasn't on the toy. It was just a joke that we had in the movie. But, you know, it had the cow that goes moo and the chicken that goes Saddle, saddle, saddle. Where's Mr. Bart? I did not ask for Bobcat Goldthwaite to, to be the defensing lawyer. I oh, I'm, my I'm mis- the person from that Adam Sandler Hanukkah movie. Oh, Whitey. Yeah! Whitey! I didn't know it was you! Yeah! I thought I'm it was... representing Happy Man 
person. You sound like Bobcat Goldthwait from the Police Academy movies. I didn't realize that you were also not Bobcat. Oh, Whitey, I love Whitey. If you haven't seen Eight Crazy Nights and the character of Whitey, you should really go see it. Now, hold on, Whitey. You've made a moving defense, but I'd like to hear from both of you one last statement. At the same time? No, no, calm down. <laughs> Now, Mr. Will I Am from the what company was it again? Do you want to mention it? Whammo. From From Whammo. Give us your final statement. Convince us here today that Dickie Roberts is a crime against your company. It's one thing to make jokes about doing cocaine, but misusing a slip and slide, that's another level. Childhood spirit or no childhood spirit. Moving. And what about you, Whitey? Well, I, like, I was, I didn't actually finish when I was talking with my rebuttal to him. I, I just wanted to say that we embrace childhood in Happy Madison. And, you know, we, we wanted to use the slip and slide as a toy because all kids have a slip and slide. And we didn't want to hurt Whammo or anything like that. Oh, look, we're very sorry. Okay. Now, with the defense here today, I think the ultimate decision, as a judge here in 2003, of course, I think my decision is that Whammo is in the right. We here today have decided, as a jury, as a court, that the punishment shall be that Dickie Roberts, former child star, is now an unappreciated masterpiece to be forgotten by society except for those few Polish gentlemen and guests that will find it over 10 years from now and talk about it in an in-depth analysis audio commentary in which they do a really weird-ass skit in which a judge, that is me, talks to you about what we should do about this slip and slide incident. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You may go out for recess. Well, that was really emotional, guys. I can't believe we somehow managed to get the audio recordings from the court case yeah, back man, in just, 2003. Just hearing that makes my throat feel on fire. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm emotional. So look, he's in Estrella. <laughs> <laughs> no, Will, this is also imagine how you drive. What? Like, I imagine Will as, like, a stroller, but with, like, an engine. And he has, like, a, a, a steering wheel. That's, like, his car. Oh, oh, you know who she is? Have you ever watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I saw, like, part of it, yeah. Oh, have you ever watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? I have, twice. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the chick at the air, at the car place that's just, like, gobble, gobble. Like, she's the one that Steve Martin goes, I want my fucking car oh, right yeah. fucking And she now. calls security on him. No, 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 no. Is that it? No, no. She doesn't call security. She just goes, oh, okay. Do you happen to have your receipt? And he's like, no, I threw it away. And she's like, oh, that's terrible. Why? You're fucked. And then you just see him leave. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, she is an amazing comedic actress. Not as good as one might think. Because Will was so moved by her performance. He was looking at his phone. What's happening, Will? What's happening on your phone? Nothing. It's actually off. Oh. I was just making sure. <laughs> Are you being a teacher or something, Ryan? Yeah. Like, if, you, if it's something you can look at in class, you can share it with the rest of the class. All right, let's do a reenactment of a class talking about Nicky Rose. I'll be the teacher. You be the kid who got caught. You be the knock. Can, I, right. can I be Whitey again? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bobcat. 
Oh, no. I like how that guy took the camera. He's like, thanks. Like, you, I'm going to look at those dick pics. Oh, my God. Is Dickie Roberts the inventor of the dick pic? Um, that is where the name comes from. Dickie, Dickie Roberts, inventor of the dicky pic. My, I'm moved. My throat's still on fire. Oh, uh, on fire, eh? Yeah. yeah. That's another callback. Yeah, to fire, said in a stupid accent by Bartek, who doesn't... It wasn't accent, it was just weird pronunciation. Yeah, your accent. Oh, uh, no, Martin! This, this hey, is, Tim. This is the scene in which it's like, oh, he's back again. Like, oh, the dad's actually in the movie, and you're like, oh, he's a car salesman. He did say a line about it before. But this scene sets up like he's going to do something, like, with Dickie, and then yeah, it literally goes... Commercial. Like, yeah, but then it literally goes nowhere. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, at the home, he's always talking about, like, oh, you do what Dickie says because, you know, he's paying us a lot of money. And he's like, hey, Dickie, come to work with me one day instead of doing that thing you want to do. Yeah, instead of doing the thing, I want to exploit you for all your worth, basically. Yeah, and that's the big thing about Dickie. Like, he's always been exploited. So that's here's the thing. Dickie's paying them. So does that mean he has to pay Dickie for the commercial? So he's just losing money. Like, he's making no money if he does no, that. No, I think he'd have to make money from the commercial. Right? No, he, he would in return. Like, the idea is, but for the moment, he would be losing money. Like, I guess it's like you have to invest in your future. And that's the part of money making. Yeah. Maybe he'd just say, oh, it's a normal part of childhood to star in your dad's commercials. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it would be I normal. For, well, I mean, he didn't have a dad, but it would kind of be normal. Yeah, I I grew up in New South Wales. I like how he doesn't straight up say that he's not gay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like, no, Dickie Roberts like, I used to, but I don't now. I was like, oh, Dickie used to like Dickies, huh? No, um, I was in New South Wales and they had like a car dealership place where it was father and sons and you always saw like each son and then like eventually, you know, you get to the point where they've all grown up now and this is so weird because it's like, I remember them when they were like, you know, 10 years old and they were little and now they're like full adults and they're doing it and the dad's no longer in them and shit. Like, and, and then when they have a son, do they yeah, team up? With the baby and everything? Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, here it, here it begins. Now, for you guys out there who doesn't don't know what Bartek looks like, um, imagine David Spade in this scene where he's got like the dyed hair mess with the stain on his face and everything. Imagine that, but shorter and with a beard. That's what Bartek looks like. I don't have the stain. Okay, sure you don't. Well, there's another huge difference. David Spade is wearing a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, And and he does have little streaks of blonde in his hair. That's not me. I'm just all brown. He's all brown. And I think mine's a bit lighter than that. No. No, it is. It's not that dark. No, no, it is. Hey, I said it isn't. And I said this, and who's who's the best at judgment? Me. Right, look, I played a judge a moment ago. Look me in the eyes. I said it's lighter. It's not. It's lighter. No. Well, you're 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 got light hair. Will's got lighter hair than you. I'm not comparing myself to Will. Well, I'm comparing you're... myself to David Spade. And yours is dark. That's the same darkness as David Spadey here. On the Facebook page, we're going to put a picture of you and David Spade next to each other. Like, who's who? We just put a photo of ourselves. Will, will there be <laughs> no. eggs on either face? Yeah, on Bartek's and David's face. And then it'll be like, which one, who's who? And people will guess that David Spade's Bartek. And they're like, oh, his hair looks dark enough. Well, maybe I'll get into Grown Ups 3. Oh, can you imagine if Bartek got into Grown Ups 3? And it'll be like, oh, there's Bartek in Grown Ups 3. What's he playing? Oh, he's playing... Like, 
Steve Buscemi's son. I knew it. Uh, because he's that was in, a good joke. He's in those movies. It wasn't a joke. It was a statement. I reckon out of all the characters, you'd play his son. Or Kevin James' well, son. I would play the handsome guy's son. Steve Buscemi is a handsome man. You got it right. So, Will, give us, give us some more Wildem action here. What do you have to say about this movie in general? Like, when you watched it, how did it affect you emotionally? Well, I think I grew as a person mentally, physically, and especially spiritually. I... I, I found the tone a bit odd. Like, at times it feels a bit too... Almost a bit too raunchy for kids, but then during a lot of the emotional scenes, it feels more much more younger. Yeah, you're right. Like, there's a scene at the end uh, in which someone says, fuck, and then there's shiz it. So, yeah, you get yeah. both yeah. spectrums. Actually, I, Oh, no, you go, Bartek. You go. Oh, well, you... Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say that on your topic of the tone thing, something's coming up right now that in some films I would think would just be seen as a completely positive moment, but he gets, like... He gets scolded for what he does right here. Yeah, this is what we call an anti-hero mm. moment. He's like the Punisher. He phones up the fire people, fire engines... Fire, fire department... department. Yeah, the fire department. The firefighters. The fire fighters. The fire fighters. And he's like, "There's a fire at this place." And you know what? We didn't find out how our interview went. So you know, you know what the scene is? Pointless. Yeah, but it, it, I meant more in the sense of like, oh, he's using his you know wit and like childhood you know goofiness to solve a problem. And in other films, it might be seen as something like. Oh, he he's thinking outside the box to get things done. But no, in this case, he does something, laughs about it, and then he gets in trouble, just like a child. Well, we're about to have another really wacky scene where the... Spoilers alert, the, the waterbed... Breaks. Is about, to, ...is about to make some trouble. The bed oh, is More trouble break. than I could ever expect, yeah. Yeah, right? How much water was in the bed? Like, I, I, I didn't make any notes for this episode on purpose. I thought, like, oh, this is a David Spade movie. It doesn't need notes. <laughs> and, boy, I should have made them because I would have kept writing, how much water is in that bed? Like, how much? Because if you see it pour through, like, there's so much. Like, so much. It's like much. a toilet leak. Like, two, three toilets It's leaked. like if you had a washing machine and four of them. And they and all a toilet. Leak, and a toilet. If you just put a, a fire engine in the house... And sprayed the hose. That's what it was. And a fire hydrant. <laughs> and a hydrant. Um, fire and, and a water pistol. And a glass of water. And you just chucked it. Dude, that's a bit much. No, that's a bit too much. Take the glass away. Yeah. He's, oh. st- he's still stained. Yeah, he hasn't had the chance to wash it off. Well, if he just put his head lower during that last scene, he would have been fine. So, in the previous scene, this lady, it wasn't really established that she was like from this well Christian family is just like oh she's a prissy neighbour or whatever but now it's established that yeah she's from a very funny looking family <laughs> now they're like mom that mom mom that was awesome and I like how these people are also looking on in the background like what's that woman holding I can't is tell is it a dog well, I, think, I think it's a dog yeah I think she disappears into one of these shots so we can't really tell uh, right, at a certain point she'll be there she's always there is will the, the dog still be there if she goes yeah just floating <laughs> Oh, she is gone. No, no, it's a dog. Was there four people there before? I thought yeah, it was there's, three. there's two. 
and two, four. Now, there's that's a, how math works. Have you seen um, the Hulk Hogan movie where he's playing like an alien that lived with Christopher Lloyd? Oh, uh, Suburban Commando? Yeah, have no, you I, seen it? I haven't seen it. Okay, there's a scene in Suburban Commando in which... <laughs> I think it's Suburban Commando or Mr. Nanny where he's riding on a bike. He's riding a motorcycle. And in the background, because it's shot like for real, like in just a random street, in the background you just see this guy, they're like near a pier or a river, you just see this random dude throw a dog into the water. <laughs> And it's like one of those things, those mysteries of film, where it's like, what the fuck was going on here with him? Like, did these guys accidentally catch someone murdering a dog? Because people do that. Mm. People throw dogs in rivers and they die. Well, so they can learn how to swim. Nope. It's like you toss a lion off a cliff. Yeah, Mufasa! Long live the king. Dude, he should have learned how to swim. Yeah, swim hooves. Yeah, but The Lion King was a reference to Tekken. Go on. Because the whole story of Tekken started when Heihachi threw his son Kazuya off a cliff. Oh, and Lion King stole that, did it? Mm-hmm. But you know who stole, what Tekken stole that idea from? This reference right now in this podcast. Oh, it's like a time-traveling thing, so yeah, like... Yeah, it's like how Dickie Roberts inspired All About Eve... So some kid here named Namco is listening, and then he's going to go back in time and make Tekken. Yeah, I got I got uh, Whoops, I'm yawning. <laughs> I know I'm boring, but come on. Yeah, 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 but I got a message for that kid. Fuck you! Put my name on the credits. I like Tales of Graces, though, but, like, don't steal from us. Yeah. You're going to uh, break poor Namco's heart. Devil yeah. Rabbit, Devil Rabbit, Devil Rabbit. It sounds like an awesome band. Like, the Devil Rabbits? I would, I would play that band. Like, oh, it's the Devil well, Rabbits. Ryan, they weren't in Band Slam, so I don't know about that. It is true, and they don't like bend it like Beckham. Devil Rabbit, Devil Rabbit, Devil Rabbit. Yep. And yeah. now they're gone. Like, they've already moved in, like, two hours. Mm, well, that's uh, the devil, man. It's a real threat. Like, we, haven't, we haven't mentioned Thunderpants yet. There we go. Farts! <laughs> that was a good one, right? Well, as Will mentioned before, this scene, this not just this scene, but this film is emotionally packed, and that is not a usual for Happy Madison. Happy Madison has has Mr. Deeds, man. Emotions, you could say. Click is one of its more emotional films, but Happy Madison's usually just more about the gags, more about like, oh, here's a bunch of dudes having fun being dudes. Wish I was cool as these kids. Yeah, and this movie is filled with lots of emotional scenes and that is why it is so weirdly paced and it's really well done really well done like i like how it's done like there's no fart like there's no distinct fart jokes or poop jokes which is very lowbrow humor but very common and yeah there's physical comedy like this whole sequence in which david spade should be dead but it's it's not what defines the film like the comedy isn't physical comedy film like it's not that also while rambling just now i just realized that these kids have stained their faces oh my god that one has yeah yeah oh, no, like there's really? a few of them that have done it in honor of dicky <laughs> i did not know that the first time round. thanks dicky roberts that's a little touch that someone made someone was like oh that kid should have brown shit all over his face 
so in honor of Dicky. Film visually, there's so much. Oh, he's dead. So to bring up the other thing that got introduced in this scene, the the girl. Mm. When I watched this, I thought it was going to be like, oh, she's going to be a character for this film now. But nope, she exists as a plot device for Sam mm. to grow courage. Yeah, but that, she's a character. Look, she's laughing. Mm-hmm. That's character development. Mm-hmm. And she'll oh, laugh look, again later. Look, foreshadowing. Oh, that is foreshadowing indeed. I am very good at picking out foreshadowing. Do you reckon Dickie likes taller girls? I reckon he does because everyone's taller than Dickie. Look how short David Spade is. He's actually a kid. He's sitting down. No, that's him. That's that's him standing. He's sitting down. That's him standing. He's clearly sitting down. He's clearly standing. No, he's got a couple of the stilts on from the (laughs) But unfortunately, it can only help so much. (laughs) Thanks, Will. See, this is why I get Will on the show. And also, Will, you haven't listened to the other podcasts, have you? No, I am a terrible person. What a cunt. I haven't listened to any. You should listen to our podcast, everyone, and tell your friends. It'll be fun. It'll be a whole family experience. That's if you're still awake right now, because surprisingly, people have told me that they use the podcast to help them go to sleep. Which uh, I didn't know. Like, beautiful voices, that's understandable. I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> no, I've been told it in a complimenting way because apparently I've been told that my voice can be quite soothing and I, I don't hear that. Like, I listen to each one of them because I have to a level for well, the page well, and stuff, but it's like, I listen to it and I'm like, oh, that's just my voice. Whoever these people are, tell them to listen to our courtroom then we'll see who falls asleep. But what I was going to say, Will, <laughs> is you haven't listened... Bartek has been obsessed with you since you left. No, I haven't. Yeah. During the Kangaroo Jack episode where we had Luke Peveril on, he kept calling him Will throughout the whole thing. Well, we're basically the same person. So, you know, I'm physically at least, so I could understand the mistake. Except for, you know, Will looks nothing like Luke and sounds nothing like him. So Bartek's been missing you so hard. Like, yeah, after the podcast, he's like, when's Will going to come back on? I haven't said that. <laughs> but he thinks You're we'll, the one we'll who's be been able, saying we'll that. We'll be able to go into the podcast and check. Yeah, we'll go on. We'll, we'll go to check. Like, I'm taking your word for the Kangaroo Jack one, but all that stuff about, oh, I miss Will, that was you, Ryan. No, that was you. That also. was you. I'm, I, know, I knew when Will was going to come back on. I'm like, oh, Will's going to come back on for Dickie Roberts. I've known about Dickie Roberts being in this... Like, I have a list of films, which could be longer if you guys gave us some suggestions, just saying. But Dickie has all been in my list since, like, day one. <laughs> like, I have a big list of films that are potentials for the show, and I have to sit and look at them. My choosing method is I go, yep. I look at it and go, have I seen it before? If not... Well, I need to know more about it. Like, Band Slam. I'm like, yeah, that seems appropriate. I look at the rating it gets on IMDb, and I'm like, oh, if it's, you know, in the right level for an unappreciated one. Because unappreciated masterpieces don't get, like, 8.9. What did, on IMDb, what did, um, Bennett like Beckham have? 6.7. Okay, so it was just kind of in. Yeah, just kind of in. But this got, like, a 5.4, and I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I thought this would easily get like a ten. This does really teach good lessons, so I'm surprised. This seat's teaching me so much. Yeah, he took off the gloves, didn't he? He took off his gloves, and now he's trying to get them back on. No, 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 no. Now, Will, as someone who wears gloves all the time, how do you feel about him taking off his gloves? 
Well, he's a stronger person than me. Do you know, Will wears gloves all the time, not because he's fearful of germs, but because he had an unfortunate smelting accident when he was younger, and he lost the skin off of his hands, and now he just has, like, skeleton hands. So, for our safety, he wears gloves. Isn't that right, Will? Yes, yes. It's, it's safety first. Safety first. That's See, another thing this film taught me. Yeah, this film taught me that, you know, David Spade can dance. And I did not know that. Did you know that, guys? No, dude, I didn't know much about David Spade before this film, and I'm kicking myself for not knowing it. I uh, would. I'd kick I'll kick you if you really want. No, I, I don't want you kicking I heard something, actually... I heard something strange about David Spade when I was researching this film, and I'm not sure if it was true, because there was no, like, source or citation for it. What's up, bro? But they said, what do you call it, on the set of Black Sheep, he got sun damage to his eyes, hmm. and now he um has trouble with... He's very light-sensitive, so he has to wear a hat often, hmm. sometimes even indoors. Hmm. And I then I saw some photos of him in Google Images, and he's wearing a hat and sunglasses and quite a lot of them, so um, I don't know if that's true. Oh, here's Bartek's dream girl. What do you think, Bartek? Not, She's such a skank. Not young enough. <laughs> I need more n- nymphettes. Jesus. So, uh, oh, perfect, and I never noticed that. Um, <laughs> That's good, actually. So we were talking about David Spade just a second ago, because you know, he's in the film, I guess. Uh, his brother had a cameo in this movie. As who? Oh, really? As um, Yeah, at, um, at one point, George is entering the house, and he says, Hi, Andy, to someone, and it's Andy Spade. But did we see him? I don't remember. I only just remember now. Thanks, Bartek. Hey, man, it was subtle in the movie, so you barely know. Hey, what's she doing? Why is she on all fours? She's dancing. Didn't you realize this? What is this dancing? Dancing is the thing that polished people do with sticks in old-fashioned outfits. Do they have perfect ten written on their shorts? Ah, uh, no, they're not wearing shorts. They're wearing dresses. Oh, I don't wear dresses. Bartek, you don't wear shirts. <laughs> Jesus. So, this is you the moment that you <laughs> wanted to talk about, Bartek. You're like, oh, we'll save it for when she goes off. And here she is. Ice tea herself. What the hell are you talking about? The girl dancing. I was talking about when she was rapping. Oh, I thought you were when she danced. No, what are I going to say about this? We've missed the rapping, but it gets a it gets a call back later. Yeah, um, she taught me how to rap. Uh, we forgot about that. She taught me how to rap because I did not know what rap was before this movie, and then I heard about it from her. She was rapping, and I'm like, I know how to rap now, and now I'm a rapper. You want to hear some rhymes, boys? Yes, please. Flannel. Camel. There you go. And that's how you rhyme. Dickie Roberts stuff. Thanks, bro. Thanks, I feel your support. Bartek just gave me a glare. Like, I take rap seriously, I'm from Poland. No, I was going to signal to Will just not to not make a noise, but then he started clapping. It was the opposite <laughs> of what I intended. Because <laughs> Will knows how to be on my side. Well, I'm on your side. You're just upset that I know how to make the guest not say anything by just looking at them. See, Will didn't say anything. I just looked at him. See, he's see watching it. the movie. I'm watching the movie. Sally, I'm very proud of you. I'm Sally. I'm proud of Sally too. I'm Sally. Yippee. Cool. Ah, see, he made a noise. Yeah, but I didn't look at him not to, so... Well, it's because you're not... <laughs> 
Gross, Bartek. Don't deep throat while we're on the air. Oh, also, the neighbor's name is Barbie? Yeah. I didn't know that was a real name. Haven't you ever heard of Barbie the doll? Yeah, but that's not a real name. It is. It's Barbie. Barbie's not a real name, is it? Barbara is. Have you never been to a barbecue where someone (laughs) is cooking something on the Barbie? Oh, thanks, man. Oh, my God. It's nearly Australia Day. We didn't pick an Australian movie to do. What cunts we are. Well, sorry, well, I guess... We already did Kangaroo Jack. We already did Kangaroo Jack. If you really want to feel Australian Day on you... We talk about Australia a lot in Kangaroo Jack. I mean, that's got to be good enough. That's good enough, kids. Jesus. And you better have your damn lamb, guys. Damn lamb. That's a rhyme. He learned that from uh, Dickie Roberts, who is, is, you know, the best. So would you guys, as actors, star in Blake's Backyard? What the hell's that? What? Uh, have you not watched the movie, Bartek? Bartek, don't you understand Mr. Blake's backyard? Have you... Did you not truly learn from Dickie Roberts, That's former Charles That's the movie Star? that he's trying to get But they in. didn't show the movie. No, but you've heard what it's about. Like, you've been told enough information to go, oh, I would star in that. Would you I, star I forgot in that? that his name was Mr. Blake. That's all. But you forgot... Okay, so... I remember what the movie's about. He's got a heaven in his backyard. So would you sense. star in it? Of course I would. By Will? Um... I think I would play Esmeralda, to be honest. I think I'm more Good. suited for that one. So you're going to play... I want to be the garden. No. you're. Gonna... I want to be the garden! Shut the hell up! <laughs> you're going to be the rich dude. I'd be the backyard, because I'm heaven to listen to. Okay, apparently. you can be the backyard, but I'll be the garden. Yeah, you're full of roots. You, you have a very soothing voice, Ryan. You're, you're a human lozenge. Yeah, I got a soothing voice! Shh, stop it, you're putting me to sleep. <laughs> Ah, Bartek's already been asleep today. We've mentioned that. I would think a lot of people have been asleep today, yeah. No? Some people are like you, where they stay up all night. Well, I had a thing. Oh, I had a thing. I had a thing. I have things. (laughs) Fine, cereal it is. Do you guys have cereal? I used to when I went to school. What happened? Did you lose your childhood like Dickie? I graduated. You still live with your mum? Yeah. Why don't you have cereal? Because I graduated. That doesn't mean you stop having cereal. Yeah, I graduated to you don't need cereal anymore. Oh, that old graduation. Oh, and here she is. She's back again. Dude, he's David Spade right there. He's dressed like he's in Surf Ninjas. Oh my god. He is a Surf Ninja. Oh, now he's not. So she got kidnapped. So she says. I like, and he had a really great haircut, so it fooled me into thinking that he was okay. That's something I imagine you saying, Bartek. Hmm? Yeah. Also, is this little girl's hair real? Because I swear her hair is incredibly long in some of the shots and then not so long in some of the others. So it makes me go, is she wearing extensions? Like the little girl, like her hair is so perfect. It's just creepy. She kind of reminded me of the Olsen twins. Didn't they have crazy long hair? Um, I'm not as familiar with the Olsen twins. I was more of a low hand guy. Oh, a butt. And he's looking at the butt. Her butt's not the interesting thing to look at, he's if making, I'm gonna be honest with you. He was making a face like freaking Bobo Gigliotti from Fat Pizza. Wow, that was a good reference there for those people who love Fat Pizza. Dude, don't you like Fat Pizza? I do, but I didn't... Like, whenever he's horny, he makes that face. 
I didn't know that we we're gonna make fat pizza references. Well, you just said show. Australian. I made an Australian reference. Uh, Ryan, you just don't know what you want. You're like a child, like this movie. This uh, child. Ryan's a genius. I am a genius. Thank you. I will take whatever compliment I can get from Bartek, which is fleeting. Fleeting. Well, you got an absolute compliment. That's a compliment absolute. So, oh, he's drinking straight from the bottle. What an asshole. And he doesn't even like it. Taste testing it. Ew. You know, is she just spraying herself? She's like, yeah, sex. I need to smell great. I guess. Smell, guys? What do you think? That's racist to people who don't have noses. They get to smell. So, now we find out that Dickie Roberts is actually abusive, physically, to women. What a great guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, he learns. He learns to not be? Mm -hmm. Or does he learn to hide it from the camera? No, no, it's okay, because his his new love interest is much taller than him, so it'll be okay. She'll be able to defend herself. She's taller, right? Uh, I don't know, man. I I know they're sitting down now, but I don't think she In comparison to him, it's hard, because women, like, her character wears heels, too. I believe, because look at her. With feathers in her hair. Clear hair clips. Come on, figure out what you want, Phoebe from Charmed. Jesus. So, if you guys had to pick a theme for this movie, what's its theme? Childhood. Child, ooh. What about you, Will? And you can't repeat the same answer. Hmm. Say hood child. No. <laughs> Saying growing up is a massive cop out too. Your cop out, yeah. I'll go with you on that. I'll say. Screech. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Don't you think so, Ryan? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> like when you go to literary sources for what theme should I have? Screech. What do you prefer, Slater? I don't know. I've never watched Saved by the Bell before. I like how she calls them these yokels. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't also commented on the fact that his nickname was Stranger Danger for ages. Oh, and here, look, look. He, oh, fucking hell. He burnt her right on her neck. Some people like that. Some people do, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street, but not her, not in that instance. And I would say the theme to this is... So many themes to pick from. I think the theme is is love. Love triumphs above all else. Now that's a cop out. <laughs> Why? Because that's in everything. Almost. No, but love for him. Because even when he was slimy, he didn't want to be a star for power or for money. He wanted to be a star for love. He wanted to be loved. He wanted fame. No, it's not just fame. He thought in his brain, because he grew up with this lifestyle, his idea of love is not actually correct. His idea is, yeah, fame, I guess. But it's like the idea that, oh, once if I become famous again, my mum will come back and love me. He mentions that once. Was he that mentions a, that, like, twice. Was that as a joke, or was that No, no, real? that was genuine. That, like, he's being genuine. Like, his mentality is... She only loved me when I was a star, so she will love me again when I become a star. And because she left after he, you know, 
left the business. So to meld our two themes together, it would be kind of like a Oedipus complex, getting yeah, over one. Yeah, yeah, getting over... No, I don't know. Did he kill his father? Yeah, we don't know. His father's well, I mean, not in it. We're not saying it's the story of Oedipus, it's the complex. Yeah, he's got a complex. He's complex... He's... So it was here that I had to pause and go to the Horror Night. Why did you have to pause at this moment? Because it was my, too good. My, my, my ride, Reese McKenzie, came... Fuck your ride. He could have sat down and watched the last of it with you. Well, we had to watch, you know, Unfriended, which, oh my god, that's a great movie. It should be on this show. Is what, it? What on earth is Unfriended? It's a it's Skype when, movie. It's when I don't want to be friends with you on Facebook, so I unfriend you well. But Will's never on there, so we're not missing out on much. David Spade's shirt says I didn't do it. Yeah, it's a reference to Bart. Mm. I didn't do it. Yeah, I remember that. That's a Simpsons thing. Well, of course you remember Bart. You did it. Ha <laughs> ha, Bart. Can we call you just Bart now? Nah. Why not? Nah. Why not? Nah. Why? I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Because I just don't. What about it is unlikable to you? Dude, Ryan, stop. You're, you're harassing me. I'm going to tell the internet. Oh, no. And so. then it'll be called spit and restraining order. <laughs> and we have to do it over Skype. You don't know my address. I can just hide. I'll find it from Will. He knows where it is. Yeah, he probably does, yeah. No, I actually just know where his house is. Good, take me there. I don't need to remember addresses, I just remember houses. Mm. <laughs> I don't it? know I don't know this address, I just know where it is. It's the address is seven forty two Evergreen Terrace. One two three fake street. One two three fake street, yeah. And he's like, Oh my god, it is a real place. So we find out today that you know, the director of the film, who's an actual director, Rob Reiner. Oh, yeah, funny how you mentioned Wolf of Wall Street, like, a minute or two ago. Because he was in it? Yeah, he played Leonardo DiCaprio's father. Yeah, what was his name? Like, he had a nickname? Oh, the the British guy? The Englishman? Uh, yeah. Because he, like, like what appeared in one scene, he gets angry and he has a British accent. Yeah, when he talks on the phone. I think it was the Brit or something. So, I don't know. I thought it was, either way, we find out he got attacked from that big muscle-bound guy from the earlier on, who's not Turk, and um, his brothers were Turk though, but like blood brothers, not actual, because then his name would be said. But we found out that he got attacked, Rob Reiner, from something that Dickie did earlier on in the film, and that his agent is such a nice guy, he's willing to swap his kidney to get him that job. What a legend. <laughs> and Dickie Roberts is such an asshole. Because here's the thing. I said before I didn't like Dickie. I've grown to like him now. But there's a thing at the end of the day where Dickie still never owned up to the incident at the end of the day. How do you feel about that, guys? He didn't own up to the fact that he was responsible for the incident? Yeah, exactly. It's it's strange in a film. Like, if, if it, the whole thing was just a wacky comedy... Him never owning up to it would make sense. But with the way they have these sort of emotional moments and bits where he's supposed to learn, it is odd that he never owned up to it. Mm. What do you think, Maltek? Do you think it's odd or do you think it's fair? I mean, he probably should have owned up, but on his side, for what it's worth, he didn't really know it was going to happen. Yeah, but then he did find out and then he went to the audition... And Rob Reiner's like, hey, it's not your fault. It's not like you caused this to happen. And you see him willingly choose not to say anything. Well, he needs that role. It doesn't matter. It matters to him. 
Yeah, but his character should be beyond that point at that point in the film. Like, he is. He's grown. He's developed. He's he's matured and everything. He's become a three-dimensional man at that point. He's, he's bared his soul to us, the audience, already. So at that point, I think that he should have been honest. But Dickie didn't. And that is why this film is a unique masterpiece. It That's is what different. I'm saying. Yes, but with masterpieces, there's always contention. Isn't that right? I think at the very least, he should have owned up to Sydney. At least to his agent. Like, oh my god, that was me. But you're right, Bertic. But I'm just saying, for me, it's a point of contention. With each masterpiece, there's always a point of contention, or several. That's what makes them great. I'm just, yeah, I'm just People saying. People say, hey, I like Casablanca, but the ending is a point of contention for many people. I'm just saying that this film would not be what it is if he confessed. I agree. But I'm just saying... He for, what it ga- for what it gave us, I'm willing to take its side. Yeah. I mean, in real life, oh yeah, he should have definitely you know apologised or something. But, but this is in real life, isn't it? But it's dicky. It wouldn't be dicky if you didn't have that one little you know twist. Wouldn't it be great if you opened this up and it was his dad's arm or something or other, like some body part? Well, that wasn't foreshadowed or anything. You mentioned his dad. I mean, what, like Starsky CD or something? I don't know. <laughs> it was I'm Hutch. sorry, it was, Well, they made a joke about, oh, well, it's not Starsky, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's like, my dad's not hot. It's like, oh, it's not Starsky. Oh, he's like, so... Spoiler alert, Starsky and Hutch is in the list of movies for you guys wondering where's more Ben Stiller action. Just do it. More Ben Stiller. Do it. Do it. No, they want Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. I bet Will's hoping he'll be on the episode. You're not. Oh. It's not on the list for you. It's for you, the listener. That's who it is. So, see, look. Here's the opportunity. Oh, but he did say sorry. Yes, but it doesn't count. No, nope, counts. Counts. Dicky apologize. That's knocking futs. Or how do you say it in Polish? Zvariovanu. Is that knocking futs? It's the means the same thing. I'm not saying fucking nuts. I'm saying knocking futs. I didn't say you were saying fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's him. Oh, it's the guy. I like how he came back it's for not, some reason. It's not the guy. It's the gay. Homophobia brought to you by Bartek because racism wasn't allowed. In... But he is gay. You said the gay, like that's who he is. Well, that's yeah, he's it. the only person in this movie that we can confirm is gay, right? Well, Dickie Roberts is bisexual. I said gay. You're the one being, you know, LGBT phobic now. He's not gay. He's bisexual. But the thing is, you're like confirmed. Why does it matter if we know, Bartek? It could just What's, be... What, what do you call that character, then? I would call him the creep. Well, couldn't there be another character in this movie that's a creep? There isn't. What about... Well, there could be George. George, George is a creep. No, George is the asshole. Well, creep's asshole. Get it right, Bartek. He's the asshole. That guy that you called the gay is the creep. And, or Screech. There you go. Screech can be the gay if you want. Hold on, hold on. We've got a third person here. Let's hear his opinion. As Will. What's your opinion, Will? Um, no, I think you got that covered. 
I Thank mean, you. If, if you're Thank looking, you. If you're looking for more swears, I mean, I guess Dickie is a dick, at least for a fair bit of the film. What are you talking about swears for? Because I said... Arse. One was an arsehole. And arse. Arse. Oh, Creep's I not see. a swear. Creep's not a swear. Jerk is. Jerky gurk. Very, very mild. Very mild. <laughs> I was referencing... Jerky gurk. Earlier, he was like, I'm going to drain the main vein. Oh, we missed one of the best ones where he's like... Oh, I'm going to nail this role like Jesus the Carpenter. <laughs> to get back on the drain the main vein, my dad thinks that that's my catchphrase, because apparently I said it once. I think it's your catchphrase. But I only said it once. You say it all the time, Bartu. Mm. You've said it like no, two dozen times I, this episode. No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I tell you I haven't. Wait, what haven't you said? Drain the main vein. Whoa, that's like three times in like one ah, minute. He tricked control. me to say it. Oh my golly gosh. Bartek, stop draining the main vein right here look, in my lounge room. Okay, look, let's just calm down and watch this movie. So, drain the main vein is walking through the crowd now. And <gasps> Wait, you just said drain the main vein. I haven't. Look, now he's draining the main vein to the microphone. My God. So he's, he's saying now he is where the main vein. at this point <laughs> at this point you drain the main vein that the fact that you know they're sad that he's going. So obviously it's like oh well we can't leave them sad so. Obviously, that foreshadows that uh, Dickie's going to be nicey. So these are just bits from David Spade's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how you can clearly tell it's David Spade because he has different hairstyles in comparison to what he does as Dickie Roberts. Like, that, that that one is David Spade. And that one was Dickie Roberts. But that's David Spade. You know what I mean? Like, that's David all Spade. All the video ones are David Spade. Not all of them. Some of them are Dicky. You could tell by his hairstyle and the well, way he. But the one you, the one you've said that was Dicky was a photo of a magazine cover. Yeah, yeah, that was different because. See, that, that one says Robert, so it can't be Spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's not Spade, but some of them were just David Spade. You could tell by his hair. What do you think of the two flight attendants in this scene? Yeah, I would watch their movie. I would too, but uh, do, do you feel like they're? It'd be called a view from the top. Do you feel like they belong in this movie? Yes. I agree, because earlier on, like, <laughs> way back in the second scene, I want to say, remember when he met, what was that, Leaf? What's his name? Yeah, Le- Leaf. Le- Le- those Le- two yeah. women came up, and these Are two... Are they the same women? I don't think so, but they're the foils to those women. Oh, can you imagine if they're the same women, though? How weird would that be if I, we did not notice? Because yeah, we I didn't s- notice the kids with the brown stains on their faces the first time, right? Yeah, you know, I said no, but if they are, I'll eat my words because, you know... <laughs> You'll eat your hat, and because Bartek I, does not wear a hat or shirt. No, I'll, well, that's not the reference. I was, I was going to go with the eggs on face reference, but... Bartek will have eggs on his hat face. You know what's funny is, if I take <laughs> off my shirt, and like you're just not going to be allowed to acknowledge it. You have taken off your shirt. You're not wearing one for this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm not wearing one. Bartek, I've never seen you with a shirt. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never wear a shirt. You're right. <laughs> Bartek's putting on his shirt now in protest. Yeah, I'm putting on my shirt in protest. Yeah, so, yeah, there it is. It's, it's on now. <laughs> yep, now his I'm shirt, shirt was right or... there in his own backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I realised that I don't need to cover my head. Look at her shirt. fake hair. I'm sorry. That little girl's hair is fake as shit. Or if it is real, they've product the shit out of that hair. Like, she's supposed to have just woken up out of bed. Dog barked. Woof, I'm useful as a plot device. Woof, woof. You know that um, in a very early no. episode of South Park, well, now I'm going to tell you, so shut the hell up, you freak. I'm sorry, Ryan, you didn't call me a freak. Anyway, George Clooney was in yeah, the so episode. Yeah, so, Will, how are you going? 
Well, well <laughs> I, know, I know what story you're going to say, Bartek. It was about George well, Clooney played Stan's dog. Yeah. The, the, his gay dog. Thanks, Bartek, for understudying. Bartek couldn't get it on time. No, oh, but he knew what I was going to say. And do you know who played Cartman's cat? George, oh. George Clooney. No, no. Brad Pitt. I've forgotten. I think it was Jay Leno? Jay Leno, of course. Oh. Uh, I remember the episode where Robert Smith from The Cure was in it, and he was like Mothra or something rather. No, no, yeah, he was Mothra. Oh, that was the Barbara Streisand. To Barbara Streisand's. No, we're just talking about season one. Guys, now. there's some rap coming up. Oh, sand writing jokes. She's a <laughs> what choreographer. A joke. What a joke! I like how in the end it does show even before this transition, Dickie Roberts was a nice guy. Screech like, is back. Yeah, Screech. He's singing. How do you feel about that? I'm happy. He's rapping. No, what I like is Dickie wrote, Dickie learned a lot at the end of this film, but I would like to, st- I still think that with the character that we did see beforehand, if he did get this opportunity, he still would have invited the friends to be in it. He still would have. But I like that. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I think he would have. Like, Even without this character development, I think that would have still been his main aim. And now he's dead. George died, unfortunately. <laughs> no, yeah, this is walking amnesia. Yeah, now he's hitchhiking and does it to find And now himself. he's where Dickie was, and he became a Hare Krishna. This, that's one of my favourite jokes in the film. Yeah, same. Like, I pissed myself. I like what happened to her, too. She's like, she started, like, the Poison Oak episode or something. Yeah, and he's she, like, she didn't do too badly. The bitch who didn't know she was a bitch. Well, she does if she saw this magazine cover. No. And that's for Dickie Roberts. Well, he's married now. Whoopee! So, guys, do you think Dickie Roberts 2 will be in the cards? I hope so. You know, they're making sequels and reboots of everything. How about it's Dickie Roberts 2? Dickie Roberts has a kid who's a child star. And he's... Oh, so like a prequel? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. What do you, he had a kid he before has a he was kid. Oh, okay. Dickie Roberts Jr. Dickie Roberts Jr. Dickie Roberts the second. That's what it should, oh, that's what it should be called. Dickie Roberts the second. Current child star. Current child star. And then it's like, who should play his son? Oh, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. Yeah, I'm saying that. Frazier. What about... <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. What about Jake Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake Lloyd. He would be good. So here's this epic, epic masterpiece scene. I actually really like this so, song. So th- there is a there is a fucking coming up, which surprised me. Yeah, like and it's from Marsha. Like was... Marsha from the Brady Bunch. Swears. Well, of course it's gonna. It has to be from a wholesome character. Uh, right? Fun fact: John Farley was the referee, and I do believe he's related to Chris Farley. So, you know, Dickie Roberts is very much like David Spade in the ways of he doesn't forget who's close to him. That's really beautiful. Huh. So did you? Re- have you seen many of the shows that these... No, I haven't seen many, but I know of. Yeah, I'm Like, I've same, seen yeah. the Brady Bunch, but I don't think I've seen an actual episode of, like, yeah. some of the other ones. So, yeah, the screech line's coming up, and they don't mention it, but obviously he's saved by the bell. And mm-hmm. there are only two of these things that I've actually seen and really enjoy. Obviously, saved by the bell. And then the later one's coming up, and I don't know why it's here. Do you know... Grease with Kanicki? Yeah. That's... Okay, okay. He was now, 28. Now, that's the thing I was going to bring up. I was so confused as to why Kanicki <laughs> from Grease was in this. Because I get the idea that it's people who are successful in one thing and they're only known for one thing. But this is 
child stars, the old child stars, and Kaniki wasn't a child. No, like you said, I didn't know he was necessarily 28, but I was like, well, he wasn't playing a kid either. Yeah, well, like, I, I looked it up by, I looked by it the up bell, after. they're playing teenagers also, but they were a bit, they were young. And... Screech, Dustin Diamond in particular, was like way younger than the rest of the cast. Exactly, so it's okay for them and for the Brady Bunch kids and all of them. Like, you know, but Kaniki was in it. And also, I'm really upset because out of all of these people, Kaniki, I will be honest, except for like Florence Henderson, and all that, but like out of all the kid actors that they actually have in this, Kaniki actually went on to do heaps of good stuff. Like, he was, like, unfortunately he's passed away now, but he went on to do a TV show that I like called Babylon 5, and he was really good in that, but he went on to do heaps of other cool things. He went on to be a big Broadway dancing actor as well. Like, just because he wasn't, like, as popularized as Travolta, but he did much better than everyone here, so why is Kaniki in here as well? (laughs) Like, after this, I was like, Wait, was he really young in Greece? But everyone was like an adult. It's like if they got the guy from Ferris Bueller who played his friend, um, Cameron. He was like 30 years old when he played that teenage boy and he's gone on to do stuff. So that's the exact equivalent of if they did. He's not as famous as Matthew Broderick, but he is doing more work than Matthew Broderick. Same with Kaniki. Kaniki isn't as famous as John Travolta, but he's got a good, incredible body of work. Like, why is he here? Yeah. I'm actually really annoyed about it now. Yeah. By the way, they added Screech to the whole crowd shot. He's in, like, the top left area. I think Screech... Yeah. He wasn't there at the beginning, but then they put him in, so that's Screech. good. Screech! And he has that line where he's like, I'd rather be called Marsha than Screech. Yeah. <laughs> why is he called Screech? Uh, it's his nickname in the show. His actual name is Samuel Powers. Yeah, but why is he his nickname Screech? Like, is there a backstory to why he Screech? Like, did he Screech? Does he Screech when he talks? Like, is he really no, Screechy? I, or? It's, I don't think it's ever explained. Why? It's just one of those mysteries of the universe. Yeah. I thought this guy was Mark Wahlberg for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Kaneki's here for no reason. I can't get over it. Yeah, he's, I think he's, like, too away from his part. And he, like, shares it with some... No, I think it... Guy. Oh, really? I thought it was just him. No, yeah, there just he him. is. Yeah. Yep. Jeff Conaway. Kaniki. And I'm just really annoyed that Kaniki's here. I'm, Fuck you, Dickie Roberts, I'm, I'm for just, discrediting Jeff Conaway's work. I'm just baffled, yeah. Maybe one day he walked onto the set, and <laughs> they're just like, do you want to be in this music video? <laughs> well, yeah. uh, apparently, that was, apparently that was the story of... Um, Andy Spade. He, like, visited the set that day, so he gave him a cameo. Have you listened to the Anchorman audio commentary? Because it's like... Uh, they're never just, the audio commentary. They don't talk about the movie at all, but then Tom Waits, the musician, just randomly is, like, walking past, and they ask him if he wants to join in, and he just starts singing and talking about his album and just, like, talking about nothing because he's never seen the movie. <laughs> I like audio commentaries when they're like that. Like, have you heard the Ali G in the house one? Yes, and uh, my favourite is the Cannibal the Musical one, where yeah. he's just talking about, like, his ex, and he's talking about what a bitch she is. I feel like we've talked about this exact conversation before. <laughs> okay, so at the end of the movie, did you guys listen to all the way to the end credits? No, but I, I skipped to no, the end and they were no. laughing or something, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah. at the end, you, you just hear David Spade's voice being like, okay, that's it, it's over. All right, guys, thanks for coming. And he's like... You know, let's skadoodle and all that. He's just like, don't pretend that you're reading the credits. It's too small. It's going way too fast for you to read and all that. So, 
Yeah, you, yeah, there's just audio at the end. It's beautiful. Okay, so we've reached the end of Dickie Roberts, guys. So it's time to hear what we have to say. So, Will, you remember the rundown? A review, and if you had to give her a rating out of whatever you chose, or you choose, let's hear. What do you have to say about Dickie Roberts' former child star? Um, well, it was, it's genuinely, genuinely a lot better than I was expecting, so... Jesus. And it's a film that exists, so I will give it. A, um, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Thanks, man. Bartek, what are you? <laughs> what are you laughing uh, for? Because it was just so short and simple and to the point. It's like, yeah, it exists. Thanks. Eight out of ten. Not since Kangaroo Jack have we heard a one so brief. Not since his first one have we heard one so brief. I like. I can't remember what the first one had. His whole his first one was all like I don't understand. I don't know film, but I feel like I know film. <laughs> okay, you go. What's what do you, what does Bart have to say? Ek. What does Eck have to say from the Eck like it? <laughs> um. No. Okay. Okay, Ecky. For Eck to get serious now. This movie. It's another one of those cases where we finished the movie and we feel like we didn't talk about it much because it would feel like we kept saying the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take that as... A, oh, well, you said yes. So, um, <laughs> oh, you like that joke? Well, it's not a joke. It's actually It's happened. a true statement. It's a true statement. We're not joking here. This is real. Yeah, okay. To stop delaying my review... Um, Delay. The thing that we would keep talking about is the whole aspect of, you know, childhood, growing up, uh, parenthood. What was that your theme that you said? My love. theme was love. 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 You could also chuck family in there. Family. All those generic prissy words. Yeah, this, this film... Caroscuro. Yeah. It's a coming of age story. I don't know about that. I think it's like catching up with age okay. story. A hold delayed up. coming of hold age up, story. Hold up, guys. Will, I know that you're Bartek's understudy, but you're not going to take over his review. Yeah, I'm okay? sorry. I'm just bombarding you with crap. Please go. <laughs> okay. Um, so I mentioned the themes. And, well, I mean, I, I will say this. Thank you for mentioning the coming of age thing and me correcting you by saying it's like a catching up with age story. Because uh-huh. have we... Have there been many catching up with age stories? Like, no, characters that missed out on the childhood? Not in general, no. It's it's not that. It's usually. so... I mean, A Christmas Carol? Not childhood specific. No. Hmm. He missed out on his past? Oh, I guess sort of, yeah. He was too busy focusing on his future. Well, I guess we can consider this like a modern day Christmas Carol, can't we? Yeah, I mean, it does have a Christmas moment in it. It, it does, yeah. It had a fake one and then it had a real one. Yeah. Holy shit, a bike! You're six. Holy crap, a bike! You're six. Goo goo gaga bike! Too far. So, coming of age, so it's, he's a modern day Ebenezer Scrooge. And I, I'd say that. Yeah, I absolutely think so. And I think that it shows us a really important lesson when it comes to family. Wow, I feel like I've learned a lot from Bartek's review of it. Yeah, well, I kept getting interrupted, so I kept getting muddled, but I came up with something. So what's your rating out for it? My rating? Well, in the spirit of childhood, I will have to say that I give this film a rating of 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. Out of A, B, C, <laughs> D, <laughs> E, F, G... H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z Screech. Uh, okay, that was beautiful. Now this is what I have to say about Dickie Roberts. Dickie Roberts is an emotional experience. It was one that I was familiar with. I used to have it on DVD in a pack of David Spade related materials. Like not all of them David Spade movies. It was like Joe Dirt, Orange County, Dickie Roberts, uh, Big Daddy, all that. And it was an emotional ride. Bartek, put your shirt on. He's taking it off again. But um, it's an emotional journey. I love what it deals with, the idea of a man who missed out on his childhood. It was stolen from him. Because you've got to think about when it comes to child actors, that is a dark side of it all, is they did not have a normal childhood environment. They did not have what could be considered a healthy environment because entertainment show business is not the most healthy thing. And it is, you know, you're making a child work instead of letting them be a kid. And it raises their questions and it answers them and it explores that area of the psyche. Oh. Mm. They, in, the, in, the, in the song at the end, they mentioned Michael Jackson. Yeah, and they really fucking hate Michael Jackson. Yeah. But it is an emotional tale. And David Spade is a wonderful comedic actor. He really knows how to stand up on his two feet, even though they are very small. He knows how to perform. He is a good performer. And if I had to give this a rating, I would have to give it the rating of Brothers Don't Surf. Uh, because out that's of? out of knocking farts. Uh, and uh, that is what I have to say about that. But this is, I think it's definitely Bartek's favorite part. But this is the part in which now we, or at least I, go to the reviews from IMDb. So excited. And listen to what other people had to say about this quintessential movie. Now, guys, a lot of the reviews, if you had to guess what period of time they came from, what period would you guess? Like, what year? Well, my assumption is either 2003 to about 2004. Okay. I don't understand. From what, what year do you think that these people like primarily wrote the oh, reviews? Oh, primarily most yeah. of the reviews. Um, I would take a guess. Oh, we've had some from the nineties, so it could be early. Um, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about this. I'm not talking about this one. But I mean, in previous episodes, we had reviews from the nineties. <laughs> no, you got it right. The earliest one is nineteen ninety nine. In this uh, review, they're like, I love Dinky Roberts. It's yet to come out, but I know I love it. You... No, I'm just saying it could be anything because. All oh, right, you gave the lame answer anything. No, 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 but I want to actually take a guess. Okay, go on. I'm going to guess 2005. 2003, the year it came out, is primarily. There's 11 pages of reviews that I went through each one. Shit. And there was like a handful that was more that weren't from 2003. So let's start. This is a nine star review. And it is, I chose this one primarily because the title alone. Because, you know how sometimes you get, when we read these sometimes, they 
ask, they give you a statement, like an answer to a question that was never asked. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? okay. okay, this is the title. <clears throat> I swear it was great, and I have no connection to this production. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked. But okay, that's his title. It was a hot day, and I decided to hit a movie. Dickie Roberts just happened to start at the right time for me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Great script. Perfectly cast, especially the kids. And it was really kinda heartwarming. I like how it's like a It's like it really was kinda heartwarming. Sorry, hold on, what's the punctuation on that? There's none. It's oh, like, so you added that. Now, yeah, it, no, it's just like it was really kinda heartwarming. Like there's no Oh punctuation. yeah, that's awkward to say. Yeah, that's you gave you gave you gave it justice. I gave it justice. Yeah, I'm very good like that. If you're pop, if you're a pop culture nut, you get a big kick out of seeing all the former child stars in the poker scene, and then again at the end, in brackets, stay for the end credits. <laughs> that's good advice. Spade completely pulls it off. Lovitz is his usual outsta- is his usual outstanding in brackets. But then again, I'm a big Lovitz fan. In brackets. Go see it. Come on. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I saw the connection he has to this film. Yeah, he loves John Lovitz. It's John Lovitz. He's contradicting himself. He is John Lovitz. What oh, rating did he give it again? Nine. And that was that one. This next one gives it an eight. And it was written in 2007. See? Very different. Hilarious flick. Spade's best. <clears throat> This movie is hilarious from beginning to end. Imagine a Hollywood movie that shows how ridiculous Hollywood is. Spade is terrific. The child star has-beens are wonderful and likeable in spoofing their own careers. You've got to respect that. Mary McCormick is both beautiful and very funny in the straight role of the movie. I'd love to see her do more comedy. Did I mention that she is easy on the eyes? Did, did Dickie <laughs> like this? <laughs> the dude who plays her husband... The dude who plays her husband and Dickie's father is hilarious too. His name escapes me. Not many lions, but stole scenes. A confident spade seemed to let him do that. The sign of a good comedic actor is that he doesn't have to get all the good lines. The kids are endearing. The stunts i.e. bike crashes are phenomenal. Like Tommy Boy and Joe Dirt, he plays that goofy guy who's missing at, who's who's missing it on most cylinders, but you can't help root for him. That's a guy I want in any comedy I see. The underachieving underdog who figures it out in the end and makes good. Spade is terrific at playing that role, and in Dickie Roberts, he's at his best. Beautiful. That was eight stars. This one has no stars. In the title, at least, or in the star rating, but later on it will tell you. This one's called, It Was Great! I Loved It! Partial spoilers. They just want to let you know there's partial ones. Oh, shit. That's so, good to get the warning 2004. In this is what they had to say. It was one of my favourite movies of all time. For me, it was full of laughs. I advise you... Watch it if you like comedies. In brackets, excuse my spelling. Oh. In brackets. <laughs> you realized. 
<laughs> and didn't do anything about it. And another comedy I recommend is Undercover Brother. If you're into sci-fi, check out Titan AE. And if you are more into historical and drama stuff, Men of Honor is good too. Well, the movie was great, and if you don't like it, you're knocking futs. And it had a good and it had a good moral in the end. Money and fame aren't everything. It had quite a few good laughs in it, including the redhead. What? The one the, of the bullies is okay. Redhead? Oh no, the neighbor. Oh the and, oh. One, and one of the girls hitting on him on the plane is a redhead. Okay, too. so it's like including the redhead, the slip and slide, the treehouse dream. Wait, it was a dream. I said it was a dream, didn't I? Yeah, but it wasn't. The treehouse dream and what happened after the treehouse dream. I rate the movie nine stars. Well, got to go now. Bye, peoples. It's nice being able to give my opinion on this website. <laughs> that was nice and wholesome. <laughs> I shed a tear there. There's one that review. That was beautiful. I think I got to I will get after I do it all. I like there was a review that I read it and I'm like, "Oh, that's this review so innocent." And I can't remember if it was that one because there's so many. that I've got okay, next one, 10 stars. Written in 2003, the 6th of September, day a day after it got released. For fans of Just Shoot Me and Emperor's New Groove. Ten stars. Okay. Well, went into the movie with a bit of trepidation. Because, well, while I was a fan of Spade's performances on Just Shoot Me and Emperor's New Groove, I'm not overly fond of lowbrow humour for the most part. Ended up leaving the theatre in a euphoric state and decided to see it again. In brackets, since I had missed the very beginning of the film. In brackets. So they had a big fat liar experience like me where they missed the beginning. Mm. The movie was just as enjoyable the second viewing. Some of the lowbrow humour did bother me slightly, but for the most part, I loved it. At times, wickedly funny and at other times, sweet and adorable. This is a movie that might make a fa fun family night out. Indeed, I saw many kids in the audience, including some apparently under the age of 10. Though, parents might want to watch it first to decide whether or not it's appropriate for their kids to see. One joke was particularly lowbrow, though some in the audience loved it so much that they clapped. It involved a guy asking Dickie for his photograph, and Dickie's subsequent response to that request. Oh, snap. Yeah, when he snapped his dick. Um, overall, I'd recommend it for kids aged 12+. plus. Anyhow... It was enjoyable seeing so many people playing themselves in tongue-in-cheek fashion. I particularly love the end scene at the credits, as well as the scenes involving a rabbit, Sally's pep squad tryout, E-True Hollywood bits, and Dickie's creative way of locating an address, among other things. Smiley face. Spade co-wrote this movie, and he did a good job. He imbued it with heart, and something he is fond of doing with his comedy. But then again, what else can you expect when the proceeds from the Hollywood premiere went to the Chris Farley Foundation? One of these days, I would really like to see him in a Coen Brothers movie. What do you think that'll happen, guys? There's one big name now, isn't it? Hail Caesar. 
Where did that come from? Okay. Is David let's, Spade? Let's not review the review. This person's last bit was, I would really like to see him in a Coen Brothers movie. Anyhow, I'll be buying this on DVD when it's released and might even see it again in the theatre. I definitely recommend this movie for fans of Just Shoot Me and The Emperor's New Groove. 9 out of 10. That one. <laughs> hmm. uh, this one is, oh my, Spade is funny. 8 stars. I didn't believe it until I saw the movie. Spade still isn't as good without a fat guy to bounce one-liners off, but this is by far <laughs> Spade's best movie yet, not including Emperor's New Groove, of course. Do not go go by the TV advertisements. The movie is far funnier than the TV spots, and be sure to stay through the end credits for a special music video. Smiley face. Eight stars. What are smiley faces today? <laughs> yeah, they were really fun. Okay. Lots of laughs. Nine stars. Great David Spade movie with plenty of sarcasm. My 11-year-old son and I laughed, uh, and then they just, like, put, like, asterisks, asterisks for, like, seven letters. So, <laughs> so what did they laugh <laughs> Like, if it's, they're, like, they're, they're asses, that's not seven. So they put seven there, so I don't know what they laughed off. Good storyline. What is important in life and the tragedy of child actors. Make sure you stay and see all yesterday's actors and actresses doing their spoof of the song We Are The World. Nine stars. Mm. Eight star review coming up next. Surprisingly funny is the title. Okay, just finished watching this movie and until about the last half hour, I was thinking, I don't ever need to buy this if I see it in the DVD for sale because I only buy the stuff I really like. I mean... It was so absurd that I was that it was absolutely hilarious. In brackets, rabbit scene, bike scene, insult, insult scene with the fat lady. In end brackets, <laughs> but it still didn't quite make sense. The end pulled it together. Really, I mean it. Good movie. My boyfriend and I were both grinning at each other. <laughs> and then. Watch the credits! Seriously, big surprise in the store. Not joking. I give this movie 7 out of 10. But the previous one already spoiled it. It's a music video. I was going to give it a 6 because I found it reasonable, but the end jumped up my score. A 6 is what I consider mildly entertaining, but not all that great. A 7 is average, but fairly good. An 8 is great, and a 9 is fantastic. So this movie was definitely no slouch whatsoever. Seriously? Don't watch it if you're going to be critical and boring. Watch it, relax, and laugh. Remember, laughter is inner jogging. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. I haven't heard that. That's, nice. That's something you would say, Will. Laughter is inner jogging. And You just said it. You don't stop laughing when you get old, but you get old when you stop laughing. If thought... Do you stop jogging when you get old? <laughs> yeah. If, if thought about logically, then this movie is a sure cure to avoid getting old. Smiley face! Wow. Yeah, it sounds like an IQ logic. Yeah, okay. Okay, this is what this one has to say. This is the last one. Better than I, better than I thought it would be. Ten stars. I really like Dickie Roberts, former child star. I really like Spade to begin with. But when I read the plot on the internet before going to see the movie, I was really unsure whether or not it was going to be good or not. David Spade was great as Dickie Roberts, and I laughed a lot during the whole movie. If you didn't like it either, 
you didn't get you if you didn't like it, you either didn't get the jokes or are too old and or boring. Sorry if this is news to you, but it was actually really funny, guys. Great movie. I really recommend it if you haven't seen it. It deserves the 10 stars I gave it. And that is all of the reviews. Wasn't that beautiful? Which what a positivity one? today. Yeah, I didn't feel like there were, there were some negative ones, but I feel like I had to pick the ones that were upbeat because this movie was upbeat. And I feel I picked the ones that did have some critical things to say and some of them did have some negatives, like that woman that gave it seven stars. Didn't love it as much, but she still liked it. And that's the point of what we try and do here, isn't it? We find movies that aren't loved, but they should be liked at least. I think that's a good way to describe that it. That is actually pretty good. Yeah, that'll be on the... No, no, that's, on, that's on my grave now. Yeah. Yep. Ryan, he shouldn't... You like, he wasn't loved, but he should have been liked. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't loved, but some people liked him. I liked me. And that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah, if you think yeah. so. So, guys, would you watch this again? Yeah. I mean, I did watch it again, but I watched Will's it again. Will's just not saying anything. Um, He's just looking well, at me I've with cold. I've already watched it twice, so, you know, in in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> I own the DVD now, I guess. Why not? <laughs> you bought it on DVD? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I was double-checking there, but it's like... That yeah, reaction. I did. Yeah. Like, for this? Yeah. You should have brought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have. I really should have. <laughs> you fool. You, you fucking idiot, William. <laughs> you fucking moron. Knocking, um, you knocking fucker. Jesus. So, um, that's what... Um, yeah, well, we, I think we said nothing yet everything about Dickie Roberts. And I think that's the best way we could do a commentary on Dickie Roberts. Because, Bartek, you kind of hit it on the head in your thing, like... If we had to talk about it, we would just be saying the same things over and over again. Because the movie is very good, but it's simplistic. In a good way. Movies can't always be com- complex movies like Bend It Like Beckham or something. Sometimes, okay, look, here's the best way to describe it. Not every movie has to be complicated like Citizen Kane. Some movies can be simple like the movie we just watched. Oh, and I wish I made a better movie than like the one I made. There you go. That was that was God talking. No man, it was. Oh, Jeff Goldblum in the fly. So yes, that... Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Oh wow, Jesus. So thank you. That Unicron. was Dickie Roberts. I recommend that you really, you know. Check out Dickie Roberts. It sounds like you were giving Dickie Roberts advice. Dickie Roberts, I really recommend that you... Uh... Make another film called Dickie Roberts II in which Macaulay Culkin plays your son. And Jake Lloyd plays his brother. Yeah, Jake Lloyd plays like... No, no, Jake Lloyd plays his dad. Like Dickie Roberts' dad. Are you an angel? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's David Spade's dad. And he's like, hey, dad, you finally came home. And he's just like, are you an angel? <laughs> and then he's like, he's your Tobo man, son. And he's like, my dad gave me this. And this then you is see, tense. And then you see, and like, his dad is Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, like, David Spade's grandfather is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, in the words of Jake Lloyd as Anakin Skywalker, that is so wizard. Did he say that? Yeah. Didn't realize. I haven't watched them in ages. You don't like Phantom Menace? Is that no actually, one is likes that actually it. in Star Wars? Yeah, it's in Phantom Menace. 
The kid is like his friend on Tatooine is like, that is so wizard, Annie. Oh, but Anakin didn't say it. Well, he said it to Anakin. Yeah, but that's not Anakin saying it. Just, okay, well, I'm not going to say that that kid's going to be the... That you know, is so wizard. Oh. Yeah, see, it's wizard. Wouldn't it be weird if, like, that kid... George Lucas is a genius. Spoiler for Star Wars. Uh, the new ones. Uh, wouldn't it be interesting if that guy was, like, that kid who said, that's a wizard, is is Supreme Leader Snoke? <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's like, Kylo Ren! Guys, I saw it the other day, so I, I kind of remember his voice. He's like, Kylo Ren, I think you're pretty wizard. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, are you Tannikin's friend? There better be a callback to the wizard line. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for joining us, listening people. Did I, yeah. Hello, listening people. Goodbye, listening people. I'm very glad that we got to talk about Dickie Roberts with you coming with us on the journey. Will, as always, it's been a pleasure to have you, and you'll be on again in the future. Don't know which movie, not Starsky and Hutch. Um, always good to be here. It's always good to have you here. Uh, as you guys should do, and Will, including you, you should guys should listen to the other episodes if possible. You know, I recommend them. I enjoy them. I think they're quality entertainment. I know, I'll be listening to the courtroom bit. <laughs> yeah. And um, next, um, coming up next month, at the start of next month, Bartek and I are going to be endeavouring to do a creative new kind of uh, thing with unappreciated masterpieces. There's going to be a bit of a theme going on for a little while there. So, uh, you know, keep, you know, keep aware of and it. And funnily enough, just like last week, the, the, there hint. was one. There was one in this film too. It's a, that's all I have to say. So yes, and if you want to contact us, you know, if you want to give us any feedback, any requests for anything, the link to the Facebook page is there. And if you don't have it, it's a Spit and Polish presents. That's there. Like the page. Share anything you want. Get us around because you know I've been very happy. I've been looking up our. Uh, you know, our information of how many people are listening, and I'm very, very happy with what's been happening. I mean, we've got American listeners now, and, like, a steady amount of American listeners, and that's just mm. blowing my mind. So, you know, we're... That's the country these movies are from. I know! Except for Bennett Like Beckham, wasn't except, it? Yeah, that one's Britain. Uh, Britain, and except for Kangaroo Jack. Um, oh, and uh, Thunderpants. And Thunderpants. So. Well, Jesus, we're just, oh, we went to America at one point. We went to America. So, yes... You guys have been fantastic, wonderful listening people. Bart, so Bartek, huh? it's been wonderful to be with you again, to have you by my side as my Merlin to your King Arthur in the journey of trying to find the Excalibur of unappreciated masterpieces. It, it warms my heart that throughout the episodes you make jokes at each other you know jabs at each other and then at the end we can appreciate yeah. the journey yeah I, I think it's a it's a bonding experience and Will as I said Merlin and I looked at Will I'm like no Will's Merlin <laughs> you're Lancelot there, there you go I changed it Will you can be Merlin you know like you're in it every now and then but it's mainly about us two so I have an affair with Arthur's wife probably and then, then you die Lancelot does and then he dies so fuck you Judas to my Jesus and Will's God we've already established he's my dad can I at least be Jesus Christ superstar Jesus sure thanks sure I get to wear the disco suit yes but you guys have been wonderful fantastic listening people until we meet again 
Have a fantastic time. Bye. No, 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 nothing fucks. <laughs>